0: to Recurring Nightmares episode 27 um we're doing our <laughs> summer action movie episode here uh but a little twist on it at least the idea here was um to do the opposite of summer blockbusters and do two homemade action movies um you know an interesting note on this I think before we get into all of it but uh You know, I think probably the the most famous uh, homemade movie from, like, our generation is Clerks, and Kevin Smith was very smart to know his limitations and make a movie where two people stand in a store and talk. Uh, These movies are a little more ambitious, and they have even less resources than uh, Kevin Smith had, so something to keep in mind as we head into this. Uh,
1: Who are we, Jeff?
0: Oh yeah. So we have a special guest here tonight. Uh I'll introduce him first. We have Javi. Hi. Javi, I enjoy or you know, I invited you on uh for two reasons. One, I, I really enjoy you as a podcaster. I think you always have interesting stuff to say. Um but also two, I know you're a fan of Deadbeat at Dawn. <laughs> uh, and I'm like, I need someone to back me up. <laughs> <laughs> And as always, we have Chris.
1: That's me. And not here to back Jeff up.
0: <laughs> no, he okay. Didn't All right. uh, and as always, me, Jeff. I'll be doing hosting duties because these are my movies this month. And um, yeah, let's let's do the usual beginning here where we talk about what we've seen in the last month. I got three I really loved, but I'm gonna kick it to you first, Hobby. What have you been watching?
2: Yeah, so judging by both of your social media posting of what you've been watching, I think we're going to have a lot of overlap um, mm-hmm. here. I think we all watched RRR. I think we all watched Everything Everywhere all at once.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I guess, and then I have two more, but um, I don't want to like steal the. I don't know. I guess we'll get into it all
3: at once. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> All at once, yeah. Um, we can start with Everything Everywhere. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so I love that movie. That It was, you know, with all the buzz and positivity coming from social media, oftentimes that can, like, set your expectations too high. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I already had the, like, built-in love for Michelle Yeoh. Like, I grew up watching Jackie Chan movies, and she was the co-star of Supercop, and she did all her own stunts in that, and she's the total badass so it's so cool all these years later for her to like star in her own big movie that's she's front and center she gets to do do it all and Mm. she fucking rocked i loved it um that movie was had a a great emotional core had a incredible fight choreography and special effects like it kind of has
0: kind of has everything
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: And and I I went in uh, pretty skeptical on it because uh, I hated their last movie I absolutely hated Swiss Army Man. Oh um, yeah yeah, I and I know most people liked it but so I'm, I'm going in I got a little bit of chip on my shoulder I'm like and then like you said too it's anytime I hear something hyped up too much I get worried because mm-hmm. like you said it just it sets your expectations and and I don't all that kind of got swept aside. Um, there's some like really real moments of beauty in in this um, you could do like some minor spoilers'm not like, giving anything big from the movie but just like some of the the universes that you go to in this like uh, yeah. there's, there's one where there's no human life and they're like most of them are like this
2: mm-hmm. um, yeah I mean uh, to the movie's credit like it had like if you're gonna say there's unlimited Universes, right? Like clearly, there's going to be some that are just absurd, like the hot dog finger one, <laughs> yeah, or yeah. Uh, the ratatouille raccoon raccoonatouille or whatever, <laughs> yeah. Like, like you have these scenes that are absurd, and you're seeing characters in these ridiculous situations that are hilarious on their face, and the movie lets them be that, but at the same time, it will kind of like create. Tragic moments or incredibly sweet moments, like mm. in those universes, and they they can be absurd and completely sincere, or, or earnest at the same time. And that movie somehow pulled that off, like time and time again. It was pretty it's, incredible.
0: It's this big sci-fi spectacle, and it, it maintains like an emotional core as it goes yeah. through. Um, you know, the part I don't want to spoil it, but there's a part that people share on, like, Twitter, like, oh, this part made me cry. didn't make me cry, but and it was kind of spoiled for me by Twitter, but I think you might know what I'm talking about.
2: Um,
0: and really, uh, at its core, what were you going to say, Javi?
2: Oh, just, I don't know specifically what moment that
0: is. Uh, you know, I I could imagine doing taxes and laundry with you. Oh, yes, yes, uh, yes. yes uh, gotcha. Um, yeah. I think the real core of it, though, is, is kind of like the mother-daughter relationship, which I was not expecting. Mhm, um, that really worked. So, you know, it, it's it's the core of the plot of like the villain that she has to stop and it's also kind of the emotional core too. Yeah, I I really I loved it too. Um, you know, it's it's a lock on the top 10 list for sure. Um,
2: mhm. Well, it also d- yeah. It, it had it had um stuff that I could relate to as like the child of immigrants. Like mm-hmm there's a lot of stuff like little things where like your parents are saying something rude about someone right in front of them, but they're saying it in their language, right? Like things like, like there's a lot of stuff in this movie where I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. I, I experienced exactly this. Or like I have a extended family that are very similar to how Michelle Yeoh's character is in this very judgy, very strict, but that's how they show love. Right. Mm-hmm and the daughter kind of rebelling against that and she just can't stand it and wants to cut her off, like, that totally resonates with me. So, yeah, uh, I just really appreciated uh, those elements.
0: I was going to say one um, not bad thing, but it's not even a criticism, but I I do think that this movie benefits from its gimmick, like, which is, you know, when you could do, there's infinite universes, you could kind of do, be so wacky and and do anything and, and it really lets you be creative. Um, you know, most movies can't do that. Most movies are in one one universe, so it kind of gives it a leg up above other movies, just based on that. But then there's also movies that do multiverse shit that, that, are, that are not very imaginative. So, sure, uh, Chris, you, you've seen it, right?
1: Yeah, I I thought it was a pure delight. It's yeah, it's just so much fun. Um, you know, as Javi said, like the special effects look great thought the story was like heartwarming um i I do think it is like the mother-daughter relationship is kind of the core of everything Mm. Uh, it's just it's just wonderful
2: (laughs) yeah it kind of felt like a miracle like you're you're seeing all these elements and you're like there's there's only, I don't know, like, I don't know how these pieces are all working, but they are. Right. And you're just seeing like, <laughs> everything in lockstep, like, work perfectly. It's like, wow, how the hell?
0: <laughs> and think of, I wonder how long it, it took them to actually just make the movie because you're just constantly seeing, like, it's cycling through universes sometimes, like, 50 of them in, in a few seconds. Like, I'm just like, the amount of time you had to spend making this is got to be insane. Like,
2: yeah, I don't you know just, how they made it. I, I saw some of the some of the like very few of the like special features making of stuff on YouTube before seeing the movie and like the scene where she's like getting knocked back in her chair and she's flying through and it's all zipping really quickly. Like that's not just a collection of stock footage. Like one of the directors just stuck a GoPro on their chest and walked around a city for like hours and just that's what she's flying through while he while they are doing that. Um and, like, what was the other thing? Oh, when they're in the RV, um, they keep going back to that RV when they're, like, at the taxi mm. desk. Um, both her and her husband's parts were filmed completely separately because COVID, and they had to, like, film them months apart. And it's seamless. It looks great. Hmm. Yeah, Super that's all, creative. That, that's just, like, two little pieces of this huge movie. Yeah. Hey, look, the height.
0: I really did. Um happy I, I blind bought it. Uh, I just I needed to see it. <laughs> I didn't get to see it in theaters, so as soon as it came out for twenty dollar buy I was like perfect.
1: It was still um, in so you had saw it before me, it was still in theaters here. And I went really down. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, um I mean, it looks good on a big screen. Probably looks fine at home too. So.
0: Yeah. Um I don't know, you guys wanna add anything more to that or Javi, what else have you been? If you want to say anything else, let me know.
2: Otherwise, what else do you want? No, we can jump straight into RRR or Triple yes. R. or Yes, please. Is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is a movie, like, I just saw a couple people talking about it. I think one of them must have been you, Jeff. Mm-hmm. And um, I'd seen some clips, like, on Twitter. And, like Someone's like, this is amazing. And like a little goofy <laughs> moment would be in there. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to put this on and we're just gonna check it out and like almost immediately like that first scene where the guy like jumps into that big crowd and it's just overpowering like a thousand people <laughs> it's like what the fuck is going on <laughs> I, I i thought that was just really interesting like the way that they shot this movie and the action in it is like nothing i'd ever seen It's is kind of weird like seeing everything everywhere all at once and then this like yeah. Days apart. <laughs> I was like, "What's going uh, it, on?" It honestly, this kind of impressed me
0: more for the reason I I just kind of stated it a minute ago because, like, this is set in one world, and it's still so imaginative, like so crazy yeah. and bonkers. um And I gotta be honest, I was more into this story. Like, I, I was like, because it the first half, anyways, is like this ticking time bomb of these two guys, you know, like not spoiling anything I'm not gonna spoil anything big but like first hour and a half is like these two guys who are enemies that are looking for each other are becoming friends and they don't realize that the other guy (laughs) is who they're looking for and you're just like you're just waiting for it to blow up right and um and that's just the movie just getting started you know what I mean because it goes you know crazier places than than that um do you want to like explain to people like what the like general idea of this movie is, like what the what the story is?
2: Yeah, I mean, without getting too into the weeds, like what you said, uh, there's there's one character who appears to be um, working for this for it's the British government, right? It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, so he's but they're in India, right? I yeah, think. it's like India, <laughs> 1920s. Yeah, um, yeah. And, um, so. there's an Indian soldier that's working with, uh, for the British uh, government, and he's just, like, such a badass, and he can (laughs) he's, like, the best of the best and trying to earn his uh, place as, like I forget the title Yeah, he's trying to rank up Yeah Yeah. Um, Meanwhile, and, and the opening scene is uh, this little girl getting basically stolen from a village, uh, by the rich elite's um, from the British, by like side. one of the
0: one of the British commanders or whatever. Like I, I forgot what they call him exactly.
2: Yeah, they just like take her because she has a great singing voice, I guess. <laughs> like your are ours now. <laughs> Yeah, and her brother goes yeah. on on a, a journey to
0: like look for her. Mm-hmm. And the, this British guy who's like this amazing soldier is tasked with finding this guy who's looking <laughs> for her. That's kind of it's it's the movie sets it up really well, it, like, better than we, we just did yeah. in, like, yeah. one scene. It, it literally just says, it gives you a title card that says, the story, and that shows the scene of this British soldier, or this it British, confusing. Like,
2: higher up. I, I thought I thought it was a little confusing because, like, the British soldier has a very prominent, clean, big mustache, right? And it's like, mm. okay, and he has that very nice haircut, and I'm like, I want a haircut like that. <laughs> but, um, but then, like, when it it cuts and you see them meet each other. Suddenly he yeah he has the mustache, but he has like a bit of facial hair all around. He has kind of a beard coming in, and I'm I'm like, I was confused for a while. I'm like, is that the British guy? Like, <laughs> yeah. um. But then, yeah. Anyways, they they start becoming like the bestest of buds, and it's like the cutest like all these <laughs> ridiculous scenes where they're just broing out and <laughs> the whole, real yeah. bromance.
0: You get yeah. uh like. A musical number out of nowhere. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: there's a little actual romance too between, um, like, kind of the main character and this this one British girl who's actually kind of nice. Like this this is another movie that kind of has it all. Like it has a really strong story, but like <laughs> it just has completely crazy action on top of it. And I was just like, on the, I was like totally gripped by it, like the whole way. Like it's a three hour movie. And yeah. I don't think I
2: paused it. <laughs> Those... So that's <laughs> so. Uh, uh, unlike you, I I was like, this is like I could feel the movie like starting to wrap up, and then I paused it, and it's at the like a little over halfway point. I'm like,
3: what? <laughs> <laughs> well, I
2: did I did exactly what you just said. Uh, yeah.
0: But you know, I mean, I didn't like take any breaks. I, I just, but I was like, oh, this. This is coming to the end now, and it's like it has so much more in store for you Uh after that. Uh, Really satisfying shit at the end, too. Um, Chris, did you get to watch this yet?
1: I have not seen it, so I'm trying to like understand what the big deal about it is. Because I've seen a lot of people talking about it, but I don't think it's it's an Indian action movie. I've seen the trailer, like I'm just like like it just seems outlandish. Like like what i don't get it <laughs>
2: like, it's i mean you just, it, it's just care about the story yeah yeah like these I, guys I'm... are these guys are adorable and funny and and like badass like their fight the fight scenes are so nuts dude like, yeah <laughs> it's just spectacle and okay. it's very fun it's a very fun movie
0: it's it's just a big it's a it's like an
2: action epic like um man i yeah i don't want to spoil it but <laughs> <laughs> there's a fireworks and a fountain and that that sequence uh, is so amazing it's just
3: the all
0: best. right it, it is it, this this movie will knock you out chris it's, it's fucking phenomenal um yeah i don't know what else more to say without going into spoilers the only bad like one bad thing i will say about the movie is the cgi is terrible (laughs) like there's all these like cgi tigers and shit and joining in battle but it doesn't matter (laughs) it it doesn't matter though because like because the action is staged so cleverly you just don't even care you're like all right i get it you couldn't get the cgi as good as like a movie with maybe a bigger budget uh but they, they do all, still... It's all
2: endearing. The whole thing's endearing. Yeah.
0: They do yeah. some large-scale action, though, that is not... Like, like the, the stuff where you see, like, thousands of people and stuff, Like I think those are real extras, and not, not those are not computer-generated. It's kind of mm-hmm. like the one thing that they really faked was, like, the animals, and um, it just doesn't matter, because the action's so good that you're just like, all right, whatever, I mean, I wish they didn't look totally fake, but... Uh. This movie's working so well on every level that it, it just it didn't hurt it for me at all. No, not at all. Yeah, this. Might I, be my I think favorite. it's a
2: little. I think it's a little too long, but that's. Yeah. I mean, I still really enjoyed it. Um, what else? You what else you got, uh, Javi? Um, yeah, I'll throw that I saw. So you were speaking, or you you brought up Clerks, which is pretty mm-hmm. um perfect because. I, I'm. You just watched this too. Again, another overlap. But Habit. I watched Habit, which is a indie film. Awesome! 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 Yeah, it's a the most realistic vampire film ever. Is that (laughs) the
3: tagline?
2: I think that's how they sold it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but this is like a independent film shot in the early '90s in New York. Yeah. Um, and it's they intentionally went to the grittiest and most gothic and nasty parts of the city to film in. Um, mm-hmm. Man, what a cool, what a cool movie. I'm um, happy. You loved it. So
0: many fans, they played this on the last drive in last week and so many people were complaining and, and, and it was the second movie. It was the late movie Yeah. and people were checking out, complaining that it was boring when does the horror start? And meanwhile, <laughs> I'm having a ball because I'm like, I love like 90s indie dramas. Like it, it sure. feels just like one of those, you know? Yeah. Um. And, but the horror mixed in. <laughs>
2: yeah. Uh, I mean, it, I think it scratches different itches uh, for both of us because I like indie dramas. I I'm not super versed in, but I'm, I mean, I'll try anything. But uh it's for me, it was more about like, I love vampires and I love like not early nineties or eighties, New York city, like yeah, dirty, yeah, grindy, yeah, course, grimy, yeah. like original Ninja turtles, New York city, where everything's wet and dark and nasty. Like that's my favorite. Yeah. I this is New York like that. the
0: very, he captured the very end of that right before Giuliani. Yeah. Um, no, I love that part, part of it too. But I, I was just like digging the whole vibe of it. Sure. Uh, but I think when the horror stuff comes in, that's really strong too. Like I thought the ending was like kind of blew me away. I was like, "Whoa," you know. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it is a it's a slow burn. I, I can see why people were like, especially yeah. if you don't watch a lot of indie movies. Like I can
2: see why people were <laughs> like, uh the 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 last drive-in folks might be the wrong audience for that kind of movie. Yeah, I, I, I was into it. Uh, especially the the star and director. Um, yeah. I know him from Until Dawn. You remember that video game? Mm-hmm. He, he co-wrote that, and he stars mm-hmm. in it. Um, and he's done a couple other things that I've watched. Oh, yeah, he was, he was in the opening to You're Next. Remember the... Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, yeah.
0: So. Oh, he's got uh, hundreds of credits, I think. Um, the most yeah, recent thing I saw too. him in was that Jacob's Wife movie. Oh, yes. Yeah, right. Um, he was Jacob. With, uh, yeah, with with Barbara <laughs> Crampton. Yeah. I, I dug yeah. it. It's again. I don't think it's gonna work for everybody, but I'm, I'm so happy to hear you liked it. I felt like I was like the only one that was like, yes.
2: This is be nah, real. it was great. Like <laughs> days later, I'm like still thinking about it. Really did you
0: it. um? Did you catch the Hellbender ep- episode? Um, no, I don't think so. I liked that movie a lot too. Um, it's basically a movie made by this family and he, oh, brings, yes, he brought the yes, family on. and the family made me love it even more i was just like <laughs> this is so cool that like the this you know husband and wife mm-hmm. and daughter like make movies together and i thought the movie that they made was, was good pretty was good. good yeah yeah, yeah. Um,
1: question guys rrr is up on netflix right yep uh huh and habits up on shutter
3: yes yeah what?
2: yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's up by itself. Do they? Do they usually? They normally
1: drop them up after after a last drive, yeah. and they're normally up yeah. there. I don't,
2: I don't know if away. it was if it was on there
0: prior to it. Sometimes they'll like debut the movie on yeah. Shutter with. I, I don't know. It's not one of those ones I would have noticed. I never heard of it before. Um, yeah. But
2: uh, yeah, yeah. That's. Um. What
0: else? Anything else, Kavi?
2: Um. I mean, this isn't. I don't know if this qualifies as recently but I did watch X and we briefly talked about that on Twitter but I liked it. I thought it was cool. Actually speaking of um, movies that that guy from Habit was involved with um, he worked with Ty West on House of the Devil I think. Did he? Yeah and then Ty West made X. Actually they talked about it about x on uh yeah record. he's
0: like because he, he said ty west doesn't put any sex in his right movies. joe bob did and he's like uh have you seen his new movie x
2: <laughs> <laughs> i uh, i loved x and like yeah. it it kind of disturbed uh rachel when she's when we watched it she's like i didn't like that i'm like oh yeah i remember talking to her like, about it yeah yeah I'm like this movie made me feel like a like a sicko or or i don't know <laughs>
0: it made me feel like a sicko too i was like yeah yeah goth um (laughs) purple eyeshadow loved it Mm -hmm.
2: um Um, yeah that that movie goes all in at the end and like it's it's one of those things where you 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 look away but you're laughing and you're grossed out but you're like hey man this movie's just going for it and (laughs) hell yeah dude
0: (laughs) i think it's my favorite of It's up there, like, to me, it's like X and the Sacrament, which nobody seemed to give a fuck about. Oh,
1: the Sacrament's great.
0: Yeah, I think you and I are, like, the (laughs) only people that (laughs) like that
2: movie. Is that a Uh, High West movie?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh,
2: I've never seen Uh, it. I've only seen House of the
0: Devil. It was on Netflix for, like, fucking five years. I don't know. It might still be on
2: there. Um, Yeah, House of the Devil. House of the Devil or after?
0: It's after House after. of the Devil, um, okay. and the, the weird thing with House of the Devil is I've watched that two, three times now. I keep going back to it, going, you know, what did I miss? Like, I, and every time I'm like, I, I missed nothing. I, I don't like it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I watch that movie all the time. I really, yeah. it's like a cozy, cozy little movie. But yes, nothing I, happens in it. There's there, I, is, there is no hook other than just it. The movie itself, I guess. The, the
0: aesthetic is so good, but then, like, yeah. when you get to the end, I just expected it to, like, go somewhere more, and it just doesn't like, I was so like, ends. that's it. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, if, um, you,
1: if you want to watch The Sacrament, though, Javi, it's, it's up on Tubi, Canopy, uh, Pluto. Like, it's out there. What are
2: these words you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> it
0: is, uh, it is a, um, found footage Jonestown type thing. Like, these reporters go to, like, cover this cult. And you know oh, you, can okay. probably, you can fill in the blanks probably, but it's just it, it's pretty effective and disturbing. Yeah. Cool. Um, doesn't get enough yeah. love. Like it, it kind of got hated on a little bit, or just unnoticed compared to
2: House mm. of the Devil. Gotcha. I'll check it out. Well, um, but that's that's everything I've watched. Right. Yeah. Christopher.
1: Uh, Well, I'll. Save the uh, the most recent one for, for you to talk okay. about, Jeff. But uh, I did see a pair of other things. Um, saw The Northman. Uh, Robert Eggers. Um, yeah. I'm not a Robert Eggers fan. I don't like The Witch. I don't think I saw it. He did The Lighthouse, right? I don't think mm-hmm. I saw that. Um, I think that's all he's done is those three. Yeah. yeah. He's done, like, uh-huh. a bunch of shorts. But, uh, uh-huh. uh like, I, I didn't like The Witch at all. Uh, really?
2: Yeah. Did you... Did you ever rewatch it, or just the first time?
1: I only watched it the
0: first time. Um, it grew on... I, I think, me, Chris, you and I reviewed it back on Movie Dudes, and we, we were both like... To me, the, my only problem with The Witch is just how hyped up it was by reviews. I expected it to be like this fucking and super intense horror movie. But to, to Javi's question, when I went back and rewatched it, knowing what I was getting into, I did really appreciate it a lot more. I just love his dialogue. Yeah. I think his dialogue is just so well-written. Uh, but not you to take your thunder... Rails. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, it's like reading a good book.
1: Um I mean the the Northman not The Witch, so <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, Viking uh it's a it's a Viking revenge drama. It's very familiar uh yeah, know, in in the way that the story's kind of told there, but it, it looks beautiful. Um has a great sense of style to it. It's you know, I didn't come out of it going I like Robert Eggers, but this one almost won me over. I was like this is this looks great. Like he has a definite, you know, ability to work the camera, make make shit look awesome.
0: It was cool seeing a director like him get this huge budget to work with. Uh, uh, yeah, it, it looks great. Um, yeah, have you seen it, Javi?
2: No, not yet. It's it's on my to do list, um, but it does it's, look really nice. It's Hamlet. But it, it's, you know, uh,
0: super violent. And um, he's yeah. not so questioning about what he should do. He just really wants to kill his fucking uncle or whatever. Uh,
2: yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like on the on my watch list right next to The Green Knight for the same reasons. We're like, I, I saw the trailer for I, yeah. both of these movies and I'm like, they both look really, really beautiful. And I definitely want to make a, it a point to check them out. I just haven't been d- compelled to yet um
0: green knight i never got to see yet this one because it was on it's on peacock right chris
2: yeah it
1: was like somewhere was like oh it's i have it for free i will watch it now
0: yeah yeah so i was like all right you know it's got you know a lot of people are like it's up there as their favorite movie of the year I, i wouldn't go high on it it's on my list right now but um i did really love the final shot i don't know if you remember what it is chris him riding upwards,
1: mm, yeah,
0: it's, it's fucking awesome.
1: Yeah, to like the Valkyrie,
0: yeah, yeah fucking awesome. Um,
1: so, yeah, it's a really good looking movie. Um, you know, I, I think you said it. It's that, Hamlet though. So,
2: yeah. is it? Is it? Um... Does it stop there? Like, it's a really nice-looking movie, but that's really... For me,
1: it was. Like, I know other people got more out of it. Like, I think Jeff really liked the dialogue in it. Um, There are some really strong performances, I think. Like, the the main cast is really good. Um, Um, It is... I think it's just a very familiar revenge story, though.
0: But cool, uh, awesome, like, brutality... It's Old very ish, brutal, very gory. Yeah, uh, yeah, and um, awesome, like kind of incest-ish scene with him and Nicole Kidman. I mean,
1: oh yeah, that was fucked up. <laughs> like, <laughs> like
0: there, I, I was into it. I, it wasn't like again, it's not like my top five of the year, but so far, it's it's It's, it's a it's entertaining, man. Like, I I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely it gives you it's it's more mainstream more for mainstream audiences than definitely the lighthouse uh and the witch even too i'd say like it this is more like kind of basic fucking old-timey fucking swords fucking shit up like
2: yeah yeah uh, it it sounds like it's a lot more straightforward and easier to it's
1: way easier to digest yes yeah
2: there's
0: still some like weird kind of dream sequencey type shit but for the most part.
1: Willem, it, it, this, Willem Dafoe is, like, the shaman-type guy, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's fucking weird. <laughs> that
0: it's, off. The, it's the most mainstream movie I think Eggers will ever make, um, and I, I'm, I'm fine with that. I just, to me, like, I'm not, like, super in love with The Witch. I did, wasn't blown away by The Lighthouse, but, like, I, I I turn on the subtitles, and I feel like I'm reading just a great book. Like, just the, the, the dialogue is so fucking good in this so that's that's the thing like that draws me to him like i've never been blown away by anything he's done but i'm always like i I need to check it out
2: you know i i so i saw the witch in theaters and it was like actually probably the worst way to like consume that movie because yeah yeah, it's not a theater movie yeah it was really late at night the sound wasn't great and you can barely understand what people are saying even when the sound is great um (laughs) And then a guy right behind us started snoring really loudly. <laughs> <laughs> he fell asleep and like half, not even halfway, like earlier than halfway. Um, so it was just like really hard to get into it, and I was just kind of bored with it. Um, so we left the theater feeling pretty down on it. Um, over time, though, like I see so much positive sentiment about it, and I, I think I've revisited it at least once or twice, and I feel more like generous to it each time. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so I, I see The Witch generally pretty positively these days, and I feel like I'll like it even more the next time I watch it, but um, The Lighthouse we watched at home with subtitles, and I loved The Lighthouse. I think It's very funny. <laughs> yeah, I think the movie's funny. Yeah. It has so many, so much imagery that really sticks with you. Um, I don't know. I, I just thought it was, it was kind of this unique, original, little idea uh, and, like, the, the mermaid stuff was it trippy and weird and... I don't know. I, I really, really... My thing with to, The, the like, Lighthouse is the
0: 4x3, which one of our movies is tonight, but, like, you know... <laughs> when you're doing it with The Lighthouse, he's just doing it, it... I just I feel like it's too in vogue now to do... Like, I think with, um... You know, The, the Deadbeat at Dawn, we're talking about that night, like, he was shot that way because that's how people's TVs looked to them, you know what I mean? Like... Yeah. Um. Anyways, uh, let's get ahead of ourselves. Uh. Yeah, let, I think I bugged me with the lighthouse. Anyway, sorry, Chris. No,
1: nah, it's fine. Last, uh, la- last, one, real quick. Uh, very mainstream film. <laughs> uh, I saw a new Jurassic World movie, Dominion. Oh uh, it's better than Fallen Kingdom.
0: <laughs> I thought, dude, I he, almost walked out of Fallen Kingdom. <laughs> Fallen Kingdom, I, I Kingdom swear is. To God, I almost walked
1: out. Terrible. Of uh, Fallen Kingdom was absolute garbage. Um Dominion is is better, you know. It it does what you want it to do. There are dinosaurs. They kill people. Like they chase people. People are in danger. You know, they they do the Star Wars Force Awakens thing uh where they bring back the original cast. So you got Sam Neill and Lard Dern and um you know Jeff Goldblum. They're all back with the the new cast nobody really cares about I still can't tell you Chris Pratt's character's name I think it's um, Owen sure
2: and I've <laughs> only seen the first Jurassic world but I heard somebody say his character's name in a podcast earlier today yeah. okay because <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I like
1: I don't know like it's Chris Pratt and uh uh what's her name the daughter of the guy from Happy Days. Dallas Howard yes who's a, you know legitimately she's a good enough actress and she is a pretty good director um i mean they they're fine in this they they're just not memorable like they're nobodies and uh they do some weird shit here where it's we're going to make it kind of like a James Bondy type movie like you probably see in the trailer like where Chris Pratt's on a motorcycle going through like i think it's in Malta it's like some like european city though Malta's not in, in Europe, but, uh, like, this, this old-timey city, all very narrow, churches and shit, and, and dinosaurs are diving at them. Like, it looks like, you know, if you take out the dinosaurs, it could be in a Mission Impossible or a James Bond movie. Uh, I don't know. It was goofy. It was fun. It was, you know, good enough to waste two hours. I don't remember the end result <laughs> what happened of in box. it. Um, that's a series that probably only ever needed the first movie, and <laughs> it didn't yeah. need five more. I like Jurassic World enough, like, I think it it does what you want out of a movie with dinosaurs, but, um, and this one's fine, it's just, like, don't go in expecting anything, like, unless, like, you're expecting more than Fallen Kingdom, then...
0: You're good. I just it like, I've never been huge in the Jurassic Park, but I enjoyed Jurassic World enough. I said, all right, I want to go see the second one, and uh, it was so bad that I just don't give a fuck anymore. Again, I'm just like, I, you ruined your chance with me. I tried to give you a chance. Fuck you. I'm done. Um, did you have anything else, Chris?
1: Um, the black phone, but you saw that. So oh I'll yeah. That too.
0: So let's let's talk about it. That is like the one that just came out, uh, what this last weekend. Yep. I I think, you know, we'll get into it. Part of it, I think, it was the, the theater experience for me, but I loved the black phone. And I, I see a lot of like, you know, mixed things. People, some people kind of like really dug it. A lot of people liked it. Some people thought it was boring and it, and it sucked. I fucking loved it. Like I'm way above everybody else. I give it five stars on litterbox Um, I think the black phone is, uh, I, I think it's fucking great, dude. I, what, do you, what do you think? Chris? Like, I I,
1: I am a little bit below movie. you. I liked it. Yeah. Um, I, I do wonder about your theater experience. If that really, like, I think that that can really push a movie. It went over the some. Top. Um, because I did not have that experience that you had like it was very it was a, I went in the morning there was like 15 people there it was quiet like nobody said anything yeah, no. um there was no commentary during it so I got like a pretty straightforward you know standard movie experience with it
0: I didn't react to the end There was no I, didn't. Reaction, I don't want reaction no oh my god dude
1: I mean I didn't react to the end either like I liked what happened?
2: But there was no like, yeah. Like Chris just sat there in silence. Yeah, I was like, as soon
0: people. as I, I think you know exactly where I'm talking about. I do. Where it would have happened. Yeah. And people were they clapped at the beginning of that and they clapped at the end of that. Like you know, it's, it like I like I like that happening.
1: whole sequence. But like yeah. it, to me, I'm, like I I was like in the theater. I'm like having a hard time picturing like you had a very different crowd yeah. than I think I've ever seen any movie with outside of like Star Wars or a Marvel film or like maybe like you know Halloween or Scream. Uh, like a um, really mainstream horror film.
0: It wasn't a packed theater. It was just these teenagers came in right during the middle of the trailers and they filled up one entire row near the
2: front. And Sometimes they were super it just loud. A yeah. couple of people yeah. one or two to like really liven up a an audience yep. and between them
0: the way they reacted to the climax and also the way my wife was reacting to the jump scares it was a, it, made it, it, it like it really did elevate the movie a little bit for me but i do think this is a movie that uh that cargill and crew like really um and i don't know how much of it is based on joe hill's story i, I did never read the story um they really, like... It, it works like a clock. Like, every little piece comes together in it. Like, it's... they Everything that they set up... Um, like, even the fucking meat in the freezer... Gets used for something at the end. The black phone itself is used for more than what you think from the trailer. Like, it's just... Every fucking thing has this payoff to it. That was just so satisfying for me as someone that just appreciates writing. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just like... Man, they really like tuned this thing up so that like all these little like fucking breadcrumbs that they're giving you throughout the movie, yeah. even little things like the very opening scene when he's like, uh, "You got a great arm, uh, you know, you almost got me." Like this kid's pitching, like that comes into it at the end. Like every fucking little thing, and I'm like, it just feels like that classic, like almost like I don't know, like I was gonna say Spielberg type like there's a little bit of Spielberg in this, although this movie is fucking kind of dark and brutal. Um,
1: it's, it's told in that way like, yeah. in that style. And I think like Stephen
0: King, Stephen yes, King, and I mean, and, and
1: it's it, just, this is Stephen King's kid and, and they, mm-hmm. they collaborate on a lot of stuff and he has a very similar writing style, slightly different. Um, and he doesn't always hit for me, but I guess King doesn't always hit for a lot of people either. Um, so it it has that feel like it's very. I don't want to say like it's very old timey. Like there's a classical style to it. Yeah. Um, and it, it it feels good to to like watch something like that.
0: Yeah. The other um the other thing I really love about it is like how rooted it it felt and what it was like to be a kid in, during that time and not in the nostalgic like Stranger Things way. It's like. Bullies and getting beat up, and the way the kids would like really beat the fucking shit out of each other. Like, the most, like, when I said the movie's like very dark and brutal, I'm talking, not talking about the Ethan Hawk character, I'm talking about the way the kids treat each other in this. Like, oh, yeah, they're be,
3: brutal. They like
0: beat each other within an inch of their life in these schoolyard fights, and in a way that's better than it is now because it's better than fucking bringing in a gun and shooting fucking, you know, everybody to death or whatever. Like, it's also like there, uh, there's
1: a there's a really good line that like resonated for me. It was like the, this. Uh, I don't know. It's he's like the the tough guy. He beats up this bully early on. The and tough it, friend, yeah. The, the
0: good, the good tough guy. And yeah.
1: and he's he's talking to the you know the main character in the bathroom. is like, um. Then and the guy's like, you didn't you didn't need to go that far. He's like, no, I did. <laughs> like if I didn't go that far, then. Like you are you know, the message isn't sent. You gotta but, send a
0: message to everyone around. Yeah, yeah that, like, um, no
1: one's gonna mess with me. No one's gonna mess with people that I care about. And it's, like, that's 100% true. Like, if you didn't stand up for yourself back then um, and, like, make a scene. Like, that was really what it was. It was more about embarrassing the other person so they'd back off of you than anything just the else. Whole,
0: the, the, whole, the whole, like... Everything feels so of that era, like, the the kids going missing type thing, the the guy that's in the neighborhood snatching kids up, like, that's all of that late 70s era, you know, like, I mean, this shit obviously still happens, right, but it's just, like, that was, like, the number one fear of everyone, like, right before Satanic Panic and all that, like... I don't know. The movie just felt, like, so grounded in its setting uh, of 1978. Like, it just knew exactly where it was going with it.
1: And it Uh, it looks that way, too. Like, it looks of that era. There's, like, a little bit of film grain to everything. Like, it's not, like, a clean, crisp-cut film. It is, there's, like, a 70s style and feel to it as well.
2: And So, where where did this movie, because, like, from my perspective... I think I saw a trailer out of nowhere and I know that Ethan Hawke is in it. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything else. Like, So you said something about Stephen King's son? Did, mm-hmm. he, did he write or direct? Or... He
1: he wrote the short story it's based on.
2: And oh. then uh,
0: Scott Derrickson, the director, I think... Oh, right. Dr. Strang. Yeah. yeah, I think Robert Cargill, I think they adapted it into the script and then Derrickson directed.
3: Yeah, <laughs>
0: I don't... I, I do, like... You know, the last one that those two did together was Sinister, which I also thought was pretty good. I also mm-hmm. really like Scott Derrickson's... I think it's his first movie, um, The Exorcism of Emily Rose. Like, he's kind of three for three for mm-hmm. me on, on the horror front. Um, yeah. This is my favorite movie. pissed <laughs> though. like, this is better than Sinister. This is better than Exorcism of Emily Rose. I'm buying this when it comes out. I fucking loved it. And again, part of it, I think... is. Like, I think the ending is very satisfying as is. Like, when you if you watch it at home or you go see it uh, at a matinee, like, it's still satisfying. But, like, just the way people went fucking ape shit at the end, like, I love, like, everyone just started clapping. Um, also, even Hawk is, uh, like,. Uh, Kind of like a instantly iconic villain in this, just because the his cool mask that has like interchangeable face plates to, to match his mood, uh, <laughs> and and my wife was she kept saying like, oh my god, this guy is so creepy, and she didn't know because you don't you see Ethan Hawke for like half a second like without the mask. He didn't know who it was, and she's like, "This guy's so fucking creepy. He should play the Joker. He should play." Like she kept saying, "He should play the Joker." I'm Like <laughs> they got a pretty good Joker right now too that that they're using, but uh, or at least in uh, actually, I, I like Joaquin Phoenix too. But I think that Barry Kyogen kid is fucking creepy as fuck. I hope they do more with him. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, it's good. That's kind of. Uh, is that all you had, Chris? Yeah, that's it and that's kind of all I had the only other thing I had was the unbearable weight of massive talent the Nick Cage as Nick Cage movie which I did not love no. I, I
2: just...
0: you like did you like it Javi?
2: I haven't seen it yet uh, but
1: Chris liked it. it I did I liked oh, it Chris all.
0: liked it yeah.
2: it has a, a guy named Javi it's, it's <laughs> it just a, it's
0: such a disposable comedy like it's just that's too bad and, like, the thing that makes it special is the Nick Cage stuff. And if you did that with, let's say it was a fictional actor, you know? Like oh, it no, it does, story. it does not it would, work. It would, it would be just another forgettable,
2: completely forgettable movie. So, I don't know. I mean, I, 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 I mean, wouldn't
1: have gone to see it if it wasn't
2: Nick Cage. Yeah, yeah. The premise is... The hook, right? I mean, it's like that movie. um, This is the end. Like, if it didn't star all those celebrities playing themselves, it wouldn't be funny.
3: Right?
0: It's just. I mean, I can see what you're saying, but it's just to me, it it was (sighs) shallow. It just felt like a cheap, like, dude. The the FBI agents in it are played by Ike Barinholtz and Tiffany Haddish. It's like, yeah, I really see these two as FBI agents. Like, it just everything felt so dumb like uh and and Nick Cage is great in it and like the the thing you know I'm a pretty big Nick Cage fan and it's just like I'm like he should be doing he deserves better than this like it's I don't know is the movie just a
2: whole bunch of hey remember when Nick Cage did this there is a I mean there's a lot of trivia. that's the best
0: stuff though that's the best stuff in the movie (laughs) it really is um I mean I guess there's good chemistry between yeah. him and Pedro Pascal.
1: Pedro Pascal like, is great. Yeah. Like they and they they have yeah, they have great chemistry and it's like their friendship is kind of like the glue of it. Like mm. Pascal's hobby is like this super fan of Cage and it's like mm-hmm. this like music. like I think you see it in the trailer. Like he has like this Nick Cage museum, he has like a freakish wax figure of him. Um. <laughs>
0: yeah, two tributes to Mandy in it. Like uh yeah. You know, there you go. It, it's like giving it, it's throwing me this catnip, but like and there's a great um, part where they, they both trip on acid together, <laughs> uh, but, it, you know, like, it, it's just like when, once you get kicked into the plot, it just feels like so formulated and dumb. Like, I just.
1: Which is also kind of, I thought that was funny because, like, he's there pretending to Javi that they're going to write this movie together. And and like the whole time, like it's like no, we don't want to make it this like generic thing, and it like yeah. keeps morphing into that as it goes along, which I found kind of funny because like
0: it becomes the movie that they're talking yes, about. This like, is
1: a generic like action yeah. comedy.
0: Um, but he's like, we gotta, you know, yeah, like, at first they <laughs> wanted to make it a character thing, a character piece, and this kind of has that section, and then they like, but we gotta get something to draw the mainstream audiences, and so, if they have, like, stupid action and shit, I'm just like, and you're gonna do it! Like, ah! I don't know, I, it, it, again, it's okay, but it, it's really, it was a one and done for me, and I'm, like, kind of sad I bought it. Um, it's like, I, I don't think I'm gonna watch this again. Uh, like, it was, it's fine, it's like a three-star, you know, whatever, like, it's just, it wasn't something I like. I, I was expecting just because I love Nick Cage. I was like, I'm going to love this. It, it's just mm-hmm. okay. Um, All right. a bunch of cool TV too, but let's just get into yeah. our, our main movies tonight. And, and we're going to start with Who Killed Captain Alex from 2010?
3: Yeah, we found German tourists. We cooked them. You can't and Bruce Lee. We call him Blue Seal. We is the a mafia? Second tiger from edge. The tiger Muganda But I was saying the men are the a Where are you? Oh, mama mia! Ah! Oh, wow, wow, wow. <laughs>
0: Nabuana IGG or Isaac Nabuana. Um, and (laughs) it's a 2010 film. Uh, it didn't get any theatrical release. Uh, and, and he actually never thought that anyone outside of his village would ever see it. Um, you know, he comes from like the slums of Uganda and he's just, you know, wanted to be a movie maker and he did it and he, he is doing it still. But, um, like I said, no theatrical release, but it did sell like, I don't know, more than 10,000 copies of, of it on DVD in Uganda. Uh, clips of it have gone viral, like here and, and elsewhere, but I think like most people have not actually seen this movie. Um, amazingly, amazingly, this movie was made for a budget of $85. Now you could be mean and say it looks like it, but... Uh, when you really think about it, like I don't know how much like you can Is get accomplished. 80,
2: Eighty-five dollars of prop guns because that's a lot of guns they have. The prop guns <laughs> yeah. were
0: actually carved wood that they
2: painted. Do you could no tell? No like, way. like I they... mean, I, not- I noticed the bullets at the end that he, he was like carving yeah. bullets for that thing. But that's crazy. The guns were too. Well, yeah, like, if you look at it, like it
1: looked like know, the like the the stock of it was like some piece of wood and then, like, maybe a pipe like, attached to it or something. you right? <laughs> can see
0: points. Yeah. Uh, awesome. It's, it's sort of a lost film. Um, the version I saw was prevented, or presented by the American genre film Archive, and it begins with, like, some title cards explaining this. Um, I, I'm assuming you guys, like, watched it on Tubi as well? I watched it on Amazon. You watched it on Amazon? Uh, did it have, like, the title cards explaining, like,
2: um, uh, yeah, where it's like this was made. Wasn't, they never expected this to be seen outside of the village, that kind of thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, I'll read some of it. it said, you know, The, the second title of the card says, this is a lost film. All that survives is a low-resolution res- DVD master. This is due yes. in part to the heart, harsh working conditions, but Nibwana IGG also erased his computer to be able to make his next action film. Um it's been there. <laughs> uh, but it has survived uh, I guess there was an original version of it that did not have this narration that we're going to get into um, and if you, I think if you buy it on DVD or, or Blu-ray uh, you could actually watch the version without the narration which I couldn't imagine it being nearly as good as it is yeah. in the, in the widely available
2: yeah, version You need that, that yeah. VJ Emmy straight from <laughs> what <Wakali Wood.
0: laughs> Uh, So normally when we kind of review a movie on here we kind of like walk through the movie like we'll start at the beginning we kind of talk what, about what happens in the movie and you know stop to talk about things we like shots we like dialogue whatever things we didn't like and then we get to the end and rate it but I just feel like walking through the plot on this one is kind of a <laughs> Not like it's like that's like the least interesting thing uh, about who killed Captain Alex.
2: Somebody's yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a pretty. I like generic the part. Thing. I like the part where the VO guy says "commando," <laughs> <laughs> "mercenary." Yeah, yeah mercenary <laughs> "commando," "soldier." Sometimes uh, he says "movie." <laughs> yes. I mean, that's just <laughs> randomly.
0: Yeah, I think that's going to be a lot of what our discussion actually comes down to is like the things like that that we liked. I'll try to yeah. briefly explain the plot. It's um, kind of like this ten- rising tensions between the military and this gang called the Tiger Mafia, and oh, yeah. the military captures the brother of the gang. You know, the gang leader. I think his name was Richard. Yeah,
1: Richard the yep. Tiger Mafia, according to the VJ. <laughs> 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 that sounds like yeah. the laugh, too. <laughs> like,
0: yeah.
3: Oh my exactly, god! exactly the laugh. She
0: just did exactly the laugh, which cracks me that up. Laugh. Time. <laughs> yeah.
2: They had one take of him laughing, and they just sprinkled it throughout the movie. <laughs> Sometimes it makes no sense. It's so in be- good. Though, in laughing. between
1: the MIDI version of Kiss from a Rose.
3: Yes. Oh, my <laughs> God.
2: So, yes, I have my list of uh, notes that I took, and <laughs> the first time that that happened... And mind you, that was the first time. But I was like, "Was that kiss from a rose?" Then <laughs> it happened over and over.
0: Yeah. All right, we, we can get it all. So let's, let's get through the like, yeah, let's summary. Go, go. He Richard orders his gang to get his brother back, and, and during the attack, military captain Alex gets murdered somehow. Uh, we don't know who did it, and I don't think we know who did
2: it. by the No, end of the movie. we don't. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was like, did I miss that? Did I just check out for like? I don't think minutes? they ever.
1: The end of the movie actually comes up, and it's like, but who killed Captain
3: Alex? <laughs> <That's insane>. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> but it's just like
0: literally that's the title of your movie. Yeah. With like, it's the question that the title of your movie asks. I Kept
1: waiting so, for it to be solved.
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, but. You know, despite the fact that we don't know who did it, like it escalates the tensions between, you know, the military and the gang. Um at the end, Richard launches like kind of like a terrorist attack on a major city as like a distraction, and <laughs> we could talk about that, it's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> uh but the military still comes for him and captures him, and then like it ends with like the government is declaring martial law and it just kinda like uh, really abruptly ends after like nothing feels resolved really except that like the military got um richard
2: right yeah, did i, have, an, I have a note kinda, yeah right i have a note uh that i took right at the end there when richard so as the villain richard is being apprehended he shouts and without stopping he goes i did nothing wrong i'll kill you all in the sequel <laughs> <laughs>
0: This is the movie that pauses to tell you, get ready for our next movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um,
2: Throughout the it's... movie, the narrator's like, oh, wait for this next scene or whatever. He's like, this
3: is going to be always, crazy.
0: <laughs> he's always uh, telegraphing what, what's going to happen. You know, it, it's so and, and I guess that's the thing we need to get into first here. The distinguishing feature of this movie, besides it being uh, made by someone with no money and no means uh in a very poor part of the world is that it has this vj emmy a video joker um (laughs) who's narrating over like the whole movie sometimes he's like narrating over the recorded dialogue sometimes he's kind of like saying what the dialogue is or like making up what he thinks the dialogue is at first it's like really just distracting and makes it hard to watch but um I don't know. I think it slowly becomes like a feature. It, it, it's it's.
2: Oh, it's it's essential.
3: It becomes It's, it's the
0: standout feature of it, and, and it's it's kind of like a mystery science theater thing where it's like someone is talking over the movie you're watching and they're making jokes uh, and they're like filling in what they think is was, is happening. <laughs> um.
2: Well, it's weird because they they keep going back and forth between they're trying to get you hyped about what's about to happen yeah, and then they're commenting they're reacting to what's happening as if they didn't they're seeing it for the first time it's just all over the place
0: so there's two there's two moments that like are my favorite with this fucking vj one is very very early on actually they're both pretty very early on um one is like the military is like hanging out in this bar, and this chick is up there singing. And out of nowhere, the VJ goes, "Sing Dolly Parton." We love Dolly Parton. <laughs> it's just like, what the fuck is that all about? He's not singing Dolly Parton, nor does she. Nor does she? Like, I just don't understand,
2: dude. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if they're they're, you know, like, shouting at the movie or if they're translating what characters are supposed to be saying in the scene half the time. Because sometimes it it's, does seem that way, right? Yeah,
0: sometimes it's like he's like saying what, what like they think. So for one, I, as I understand it, like Ugandan films, this is like, like the, the video Joker is like a feature of not like, you know, so not just this movie, but other movies by this director, who he's probably the most prominent director uh, from here, but other directors too, it's like a thing that they do. As I understand it, you like, can't
2: capture decent audio and this is like a good way to like make your movie into like super entertaining. You have like a comedian kind of riff on the whole thing.
0: Yeah. Well, and the, the other thing is like I saw this Letterbox review who I think it's insightful and might be right, which is like this is probably how they enjoy American films. Like they watch the American film. It's in English. They don't know what the hell anyone is saying. So they're they're like drawn to action movies and they just make sense. up the story on their own. Like they're just, yeah. they're, they're like, oh, this is what he's saying now. And, and making jokes like, oh, sing Dolly Parton. We like, to, you know, just, just making it fun. And so you yeah. get to the action, which is what you're really there for. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's a theory that makes sense to me. I don't know. Like, I don't know the culture enough to, to know where the, the VJ thing stems from. But it, like it So
1: according to Wikipedia, and God knows how accurate that is. Uh, audiences go to video halls where these narrators, called video mm-hmm. jokers, they translate the dialogue and add their own commentary. So they're they're acting as translators in the theater, and then they're also giving commentary over it. exactly yeah, as you just said. Watch-
0: but it's weird because like this is a movie made in their language, <laughs> so it's yeah. like you don't have to do it. But it's like that's the thing that, like. But I think it's they're just so used to this is how you watch a movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, the the other um really funny part to me, he actually says this, he says, you know, you are watching, uh... He says, you are watching Captain... Who Killed Captain Alex? The first video, the first VJ in English ever from Hollywood. And this is how we enjoy movies in Uganda. And at first I was just like, I I didn't know what to make of that. And as I researched into it more... Like maybe that's what he's talking that about. Makes more but sense. Yeah. but then he goes, and now Captain Alex the musical. La, 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 la.
3: I'm like, what the
0: fuck? He does that for a second, then he's like, Commando. Commando.
3: <laughs> I, wrote,
2: I, I wrote down that there is no reasonable volume to watch this movie at. No, not at all.
1: <laughs> his commentary is so all over the place too like towards the end like they're in the big climactic battle they're, they're some of the the thugs are running away like the, the the gang members are they're running away trying to jump over a wall and like the one female gang member like her pants slipped down a bit it's like oh oh she has good panties chase yep. after the panties <laughs>
0: <laughs> the best <laughs> is to like you could tell he got these people from like whoever was like living in the village or whatever like the part where he's like and this you know he's like now captain alex the musical it's supposed to be like this awesome money shot of like them all walking towards the camera in slow motion and the chick is just like looking at the ground as she's walking I'm like Man, you're <laughs> supposed to like look at the camera and like look up or whatever like it's so funny like you could tell that some of that "Quote unquote actors," and it's like just like I guess I'll help you, man. Like whatever, you know. Like they're not there. Like they want to be actors. Yeah. I mean, mean, I'm assuming a lot, but it just seems like it's just people that were like willing to help out for fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: Um, (laughs) Hey, shout (laughs) out to uh, Bruce Yu, (laughs) the the Bruce Lee of Uganda, our super soldier, (laughs) Uh, super kick the other
0: thing that got a really big laugh from me is uh, when the gang leader Richard is mad uh, at his gang or whatever cause, because they let um, his brother be captured and he says uh, he's talking, he's like yelling at the gang members and one gang member says, well we saved the briefcase and your beautiful wife and Richard goes, who, this bitch? And he just fucking turns <laughs> yes, and sir. shoots his wife for no fucking reason
2: like so just
0: to make a point it looks like, what the fuck
2: uh, and then, am I am I wrong, or does our hero find her later and she's okay, right? She lives Who has she the giant yeah. she, she was, on her ch- on her stomach? Yeah, she was <laughs> shot in the for shoulder. Tiger Mafia. Oh, okay. He totally shot her dad at first. I really did. Yeah, I thought so
1: too. Oh, I I thought that was what it was supposed to be meant. But then when you know, Bruce Yu shows up, <laughs> <laughs> she's only hurt in the shoulder.
2: Okay, okay. Um oh, yeah. The uh, I don't think it was Bruce Yu, but it was the like leader of the military. He had a great line. Um, he said, "We have to attack these drug dealers early because I am on vacation and would like to dance later." <laughs> oh,
1: <laughs> oh that's so up. good!
2: <laughs> I'm still going back to the early part where
0: uh, they're like doing this walk. He goes, <laughs> "The Tiger Mafia walk slow because they think slow." <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> They're dangerous
3: <laughs> uh, it's just
0: like the movie is very like you can tell by how much we're laughing at it like the movie is very funny like yeah and sometimes it really you could tell it's trying to be funny it's like going for a joke you know and, and it's, it sometimes pulls it off like um, but it's just also just so much of like him telegraphing like He'll just say, action packed movie, or. <laughs> and now, expect the unexpectable. I love that line, expect the unexpectable. Yeah. I think he does that more than
2: once. Yeah, at least three times.
0: Uh, and he sometimes undercuts what's going on in the movie. Like, he'll, like, mock what the characters are saying and, like, <laughs> like mimic how they're acting, like, mockingly. It's just like, okay. Okay. <laughs> it's really like this guy is like this Joker guy is watching the movie with you and I think that's like this movie on a technical level is pretty inept like it I think in a way it's impressive for its budget but like what makes it work is that extra VJ layer I think for me it's what makes it work like I had a fun time despite the fact that this thing is like <laughs> held together with like strings and glue you know what I mean yeah.
2: I mean, this movie definitely benefits from its runtime. It's only an hour. Yeah. Um, I think it would be even better probably at like 30 minutes, but. Um, I think three hours. Three hours. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Jesus.
3: <laughs> but epic. yeah, it's
2: it, like on a technical level, like, I mean, the camera they're using is on par with what I was like using in high school, like. M- like a media class there's a kind of like mini dv tapes
1: there's a part in like for i don't know five minutes or so of the film where there's like a mud stain on the lens (laughs) and it's just like up in the the top right corner like a like a some water hit it and the mud is just there and it's just there
2: for for, like the next five minutes you just remind me like that whole like final action sequence was just a bunch of people jumping into water, yeah. <laughs> like just crawling through water needlessly. It was they looked
1: good in the water though. I will like, I thought that was like, Hey, like these guys, they're crawling very well. <laughs> like, some of
0: the, I mean, some of the like actual action is briefly impressive. Kind of like, sure. I don't know. Like, yeah, people jump like around and kicking and shit. Bruce, yeah. yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. Um, So there's that too, like it's... Jeff, was that actually the theme of tonight's movies? Uh, uh, There's like a Bruce Lee connection in both of them?
0: No, no, I (laughs) I, I honestly really just, ever since I saw Deadbeat, I thought I wanted to build an episode around that, to be honest.
2: Okay, okay.
0: And there was this, there was this, um, these, like, homemade action movies that would go viral on on Twitter once in a while. And it actually was not this. And I can't... I think I figured out what it was. I think it's, like, this YouTube group. I forgot the name of them. That's just, like, these really, like, uh, enthusiastic martial art, like, students that, like, make awesome, like, action scenes on YouTube. I forgot the name of it. If you Google that, you might be able to figure it out. But I think that's what I was looking at. But I'm like, that's not a movie, though. That's just people shooting scenes. But in trying to find... What I had seen on Twitter, I, I stumbled upon the wood stuff. And I was like, that's interesting. Like, this has gotten coverage from, like, the, the American press and stuff. Like, this guy has kind of blew up. Like, considering where he came from and stuff, it's, like, it's very impressive what he did, yeah. you know? Um, yeah. And, again, this movie for, like, <laughs> for all its flaws... There's something, like, pure about it. Like, it's just someone who, like, loves movies and wants to make movies. That's, like, it makes it, like, endearing. It makes it hard to, like, judge it how you would, like, a normal movie that got released. You know what I mean? You're just, like, this is this crazy artifact that exists. That's, that's like, and it is it is funny, you know? Like, I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> just the constant. get ready, you tighten your seatbelts. One hell of a movie. It's one point like, I don't know, it's, there's something really funny about that mm-hmm. <laughs> some of the like, big, uh, special like, dude, again, $85 like, these big special effects shots at the end where it's like a helicopter bombing a city uh, absolutely hilarious, dude it's just, it's just like, dude, you don't you didn't care that you didn't have the money to pull off what you're trying to do here, you just did it anyway, and um, that's kind of the spirit of of you know this episode, um, and it, yeah. it goes right to the next movie too. But uh, I don't know. I, I feel like there might have been some things that we skipped. I don't know anything else you guys wanted to touch on from "Who Killed Captain Alex"? I,
1: I think we've covered everything that I that I wanted to touch on.
2: That you were that you like That made you laugh. Yeah. Let's see. We got the uh, the torture scene. Where the woman's tied up and they're just oh, pouring yeah. buckets of water on her and she's laughing her ass off. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's everything. That's all I got. Um,
0: I, final huh? thoughts and, and rating
2: um, Who Killed Captain Alex is an interesting little um, experiment. For, to watch i guess uh it's it's like super annoying like audio wise um it's just all over the place and no matter no matter what they're peaking the mic so like it's always like staticky even if it's turned down um so that was and it's that way the whole movie so i think i think that this is at its most entertaining in it in the trailer i think the trailer is like the perfect That's little all you needed yeah. Yeah, the tra- this trailer's like oh my gosh, this looks crazy. What? But then you get the uh, an hour of, of that trailer and it's like okay. But I, I do think there are like some bright spots. It, it definitely get got a chuckle out of me here and there. I just don't know if it's worth the whole hour. <laughs> um over, overall it's endearing. I'm happy that it got made. I'm happy it got the attention it did. Um but if I had to give it a rating out of we're going out of 10, right? Yeah. Yep. yep. Uh I'll give it a 3.
1: All right. Chris? Uh I had fun with this. I <laughs> honestly when you pick these films, I was like Jesus Christ, what is he getting me into? <laughs> um, and I and we will get into that, but like this film is so stupid. Um but you know, there, there it is it is what I envision, like if I were to make a movie myself, yeah, like, to
3: be. This is what I would do yeah. <laughs> like,
1: like when you know, when you're when you're a kid, you're like, oh, I'm gonna make a movie, and like you have like these these thoughts. You're, and this guy just went and did it, and like, I mean, I would not have chosen like "Kiss from a Rose" as my soundtrack for it, but like, hey, whatever. It was so outlandish and goofy. Uh, I had I had a lot of fun with it surprisingly uh, it is not a good movie i think like hobby yeah. as, as said it is not good uh you know there are there are things I, I like about it some of them just like ironically uh but i i had a good time mm. with the the 68 minutes or whatever it was um i i do think hobby's right probably would have been you cut it a little bit <laughs> well, been a I little think bit that's... better but
0: well, Javi said, he, "All you need is like the yeah.
1: Trailer, he just needs the like, two-minute trailer. That's the but... thing
0: that goes viral.
2: That's the thing that people have seen if they've seen. Yeah, I mean, I. Think I... That's, it's like the like bottled up like that's the trailer is like a perfect hook of like why this is interesting, right? Like it's yeah, crazy action from a different part of the world uh, that you've never seen before, and like look at them, just go for it. Here's this, yeah. here's this photoshopped helicopter yeah, <laughs> and yeah. like a city getting I, yeah. down and." I don't know. It's just like that. That's like all the best stuff, all in like one quick hit yeah. versus a whole movie. Yeah,
1: yeah I, I mean, I like some of the the action choreography, but there's like yeah. stuff like like the whole scene in the in the restaurant bar where you know she's singing like that goes on way too long. Like <laughs> we didn't need ten minutes of that.
0: Like, she some Dolly Parton. Yeah,
1: but I mean, maybe if she sung some Dolly Parton, maybe it would have been better. But, um. That that scene drags on, but there then there's there's a variety of scenes that just drag on, like because like he's trying to make a real movie, but like what he the pieces he has are are broken, <laughs> and he's putting them together. But when it works, it is really funny, and it's entertaining and it's endearing. Um, I am higher on it than Javi. I'm going to give it a five out of ten.
2: Okay.
0: Wow! Echoing I, I Chris, it's like. <laughs> If you're judging this on technical at, acting, directing, editing, anything like the normal things that you would normally, the parameters that you would normally judge a movie, it's like this is a one out of ten. But it's like I laughed, dude. I had fun. You know what I mean? So I can't go any lower than what Chris gave it. I'm giving it a five too. Like it made me laugh. Like it's just like, and it's something I'll say about both of. The, the filmmakers tonight, like they're punching above their weight. Like they shouldn't have been able to pull off either of them what they did.
2: Um, I uh, I don't <laughs> I don't know. I think that the VJ really rescued this movie. He does a yeah. lot of the heavy lifting but for it. Yeah, that's
0: that's that's part yeah. of it. That's the experience, you know. And, and, and I didn't know that going in. I didn't know it was in it at all. And it was like at first it, was, it really. At first, it set me off and put me against the movie. I'm like, "Why is this guy? He's talking over the dialogue. I can't hear what they're fucking saying." You know what I no, mean? He's
2: telling you what they're saying. Yeah. And I'm just like,
0: <laughs> and then like as it went on, I'm like, you know, the first time he like just kind of breaks the fourth wall. I'm just like, okay, this is, I guess this is part of it, you know. And mm. it really like, yeah, it became the, the standout thing for
1: it. Well, um, he he was done specifically for us. Like they they may have had a version of of a VJ for. For them yeah, in their yeah. own language, but the, this was specifically done for English audiences.
0: Hey, yeah, look, man, he got his movie. It's on Tubi. It's on DVD. I think it's on Blu-ray. Like, I don't know, man. That ain't nothing. Like, again, it's it's, it's you're not gonna say to someone at your work, "Have you seen Who Killed Captain Alex?" And then be like, "Oh yeah." But <laughs> he got his shit out there, and it's kind of a cult thing now. Uh, so I, good job, dude. Like,
2: I have a, I have a, a question. Of- about this, you may not may or may not have the answer. At the post credits, um, when it does that twenty one jump or twenty two jump street style thing, where it's like, check out all these movies, right? And they just throw yeah. a bunch of titles at you. Do all of those exist, or was that? I a
0: think gag? so. No, I think he's made a, a lot
2: of movies. Wow. Um, okay. Yeah he,
1: he has a uh, he has a rather extensive uh, uh, filmography.
2: And you wonder...
0: really kind of kicks off. The filmmaking scene in that region. Like, he really did. Like, there was a little, there was a few breakouts before him, but he really.
2: Uh, he I mean, he kind of put I,
0: a stamp on what a Ugandan film is, you know? I,
2: I will say, like, I definitely have respect for someone making do with what they have and, like, make, obviously being incredibly successful because no one else has done that. And here we are talking about his film. <laughs> so, definitely uh mad props for that uh like as somebody who made movies a lot like this when i was in high school with all my friends
0: so chris um, mentioned that too like i used to make movies all the time when i was a kid yeah forced my friends like my couple of friends to just like they were not an hour long but you know (laughs) they'd be little shorts and uh yeah it took me back to that you know yeah
2: I, i think that's really cool that's all super endearing like it is it is cool to see uh Them doing that, but you know, if I'm if I'm being a critic as I push up glasses, uh, then I like it's just not that good. (laughs) But it's not, yeah, it's it's not good. But I I can't be any
0: better than a five, just because. Look, if I enjoy a movie, it gets a five. You know what I mean? Like if I had fun with it, it's a five. You know, I'm just uh, I did have fun.
2: I'm a little shell shocked, I guess, because um, I'm on a the the video game club podcast with Chris and. If, I, I always get the sense that I'm the one that's always like being super generous to the stuff we're like talking about <laughs> and then here I am like the most harsh but uh, you are cool. only
0: harsh in your rating I, oh. and I, I I get it you know it, it, um,
1: it, it's understandable <laughs> yeah,
0: if, if I if anyone told me they hated either of these movies I get it less so oh, for yeah, our second yeah. movie so Deadbeat at Dawn from 1988
3: give me that rush Man, that ain't nothing compared to the rush you can get when you're killing somebody, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. When you're looking in their eyes and you're seeing all that life just go right out of them, it's power. I hate people, man. I don't care. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit about nothing. Nah. All my life, people will fuck with me. Don't you fuck with me, man. I just fucking hate people. I hate people. And I don't care. I just don't fucking care. I don't care. No, I am the baddest motherfucker you ever saw, man.
0: Written and directed by Jim Van Beber, I believe. I always want to say Van Beber. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it premiered November eighteenth, nineteen eighty-eight, but that was at a theater in Dayton, Ohio. Where, where you know, uh, our last movie was the first action film from Uganda. This is the first film from Dayton, Ohio. Period. I think maybe the
2: only. You know, there might mm, be a few was... other Van Beber movies from Dayton, Ohio. That premiere date is dangerously close to my birthday. Oh, cool. See? Yeah. November 19th, 1987. So I guess a day and a day off.
0: <laughs> uh, this one had more of a budget than. <laughs> I think every movie had more of a budget than Who Killed Captain Alex. Uh, the, the closest number I could find was 10,000, but I think I've also heard somewhere around 20,000 before. But still, pretty small budget movie. That I want to say, he didn't go the Kevin Smith route of like running up his credit cards. I think he had like tuition money that he dropped out of school and then said, "Fuck it, I know how to make a movie. I'm
2: gonna do it." Um, um actually, but, I, I listened to the um, there is the last drive-in with just Joe Bob. It doesn't have okay. Movie.
0: Did you did you rewatch that for this or whatever?
2: I did actually. Okay, awesome, awesome. You're gonna be able to find yeah. some great yeah. points here. And apparently, um, I think for this movie, they got a grant from the city, or from the government, to make this. I want to say... Or that might have been the film before this,
0: actually. Or it might might have gone part of the funding, because I do want to say... Because I actually have the Arrow Blu-ray of this, like the Arrow video Blu-ray, and I want to say I watched the features in there. And for some reason, I remember them saying that, like, he dropped out of college, and took some of that money, too, towards it. Okay. Yeah, that's but, probably true. Um, no, no box office info for this movie, just like the other one, because, again, once again, this had never had a major theatrical release. In fact, Van Bever didn't really make a dollar off this movie for a long, long time. Um,
3: that's the so whole weird.
0: Initial, he got fucked over on the initial VHS release where it got put out and it got seen in it. I think developed a bit of a cult following, but he just got fucked over, and he didn't really make a lot of money. Um, it, it didn't like. Uh, I mean, in his own words, like he he thinks that the the Arrow video release was was kind of it, uh, and that was you know he's we talking about a movie that came out and. 1988, and the Arrow Video release was 2019, which it's actually not that expensive for Arrow Video. I think I picked it up for under 20 bucks. Um, but he said that like it totally buries all the other companies that have dealt with it in the past. They treated it like it's an important film that needs to be respected. And he said after all these years, that's vindication. Um, but, but oh, the yeah. movie, um, I forgot to give the numbers on uh, who killed Captain Alex, but who cares? But the movie has like a 6.5 on IMDb, a pretty really high and respectable 3.6 on Letterboxd. Uh, does not really have a Rotten Tomato score because, again, didn't really get much of an initial release, you know? It kind of got discovered later. Um, but this, this movie is pretty simple. Uh, I think the tagline kind of tells you what's going on here, Just he quit the gangs, they killed his girl, he became deadbeat at dawn. Um, Sick. (laughs) I love it. Eric (laughs) Siska of We Ate Movies, uh, I think he had a pretty succinct uh, description of the movie in his Letterboxd review. He said, uh, this is what an honest adaptation of Double Dragon or Streets of Rage would look like.
3: Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm, (laughs) mm-hmm. So that's the oh, premise. Yeah, it, it, it,
0: go ahead, Tommy. What were you going
2: to say? Oh, just enthusiastically agreeing. Agreeing. Yeah, like. The, the <laughs> like final, this. the final showdown with like the, all the gang members coming over. And, uh-huh. Oh my god! Well, it's, isn't it like the setup rage? of
0: Double Dragon? Kind of like they steal his girl, or uh, I don't know. Yeah. Um. The <laughs> so that's the kind of the idea here. It's like this guy tries quitting gangs, and things go bad because of that. But um. The initial setup in this one, like, right away, really makes you hate the villain in this movie. I think this movie does a great job of, one, making you hate the villain, and two, drug- dragging our hero through the mud so that the ending is pretty exciting. Um, so that starts off with this guy, Danny, who is our bad guy. He runs, I think, are they the Spiders? Yeah, I think so. Um. It, it like starts off right away with him attempting to rape goose's uh girlfriend um and also like abusing his, his his own girlfriend and Danny's like this rival gang um we get a cool fight in between them early on in the cemetery uh Danny's wearing like
2: a batman cowl yeah it's so <laughs> stupid. I, I, you say Batman cow, that makes it sound cooler than it is. No, it's not. It, it's yeah. not
1: cool at all. <laughs> <laughs> is,
2: it, is it like a Solomon Grundy mask and it has a Batman logo on the top or something? It's just like a gray stone face, yeah. but it has an official Batman symbol. On it. <laughs> I don't know.
0: I don't know, but there's like, there's two, um, there's two amazing lines in this part, like... One, and they're both from they're both from Goose. Uh, he's, You're on our kerf, scum fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and another one he says, "Fuck your noise." <laughs>
2: awesome.
0: Uh, there's like some pretty, uh, and, 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 you know. Again, if, if I like run past something in, in the plot of this that you guys wanted to stop on, or you know, just a moment that you like, just stop me and, and you know.
2: Well. I, I I think like right off the bat this movie has just the heaviest and in broad daylight usually this happens when you're filming in darkness and your camera can't handle it but even in broad daylight you know the sun's out and the sky's blue but like there's just so much grain and and noise all over this movie like I, I think it helps it adds so much i love it i love it uh the whole Um, movie has this like gritty texture to it like even the film itself is like dirty and tactile
0: not to tip my hand too much more than i already have i think van bever knows how to direct like there's Mm -hmm. some amazing shots in this like again just punching way above his weight it's not you know i started this whole episode with the comparison to kevin smith the camera doesn't just sit there he does shit with the camera throughout this, you know?
2: So, I um, mean, the, so the punching above your weight means different, I think means different things er, in this movie versus uh, Captain Alex, right? Cause sure. Captain Alex, it's more about like, you're, you're not in a environment where filmmaking is normal at all. Yet, yeah. And yet you're making a film and deadbeat at dawn. It's more like, you just don't have resources, but you're working with it anyways. But uh, like, I, I don't think, was it Van Peebles or whatever? <laughs> Van Beber, Beber, yeah. Van Beber, yeah. Um, I don't think it's. I, I think he's talented, right? And his yeah. talent is shining through despite the lack of a budget. In fact, it. Yeah. I think it's an. It's helped by the lack of budget. This movie looks really, really great, and I love the violence. The violence is super, well, yeah, uh, nasty and, and, and realistic. Yeah, yeah, I was
1: going to touch lo- on that. It looks yeah. like a 1970s film that happened to come mm-hmm. out in 1980s. Like, in the late 80s. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Like, it, it, like, when you put on, like, a, a film from, like, 73, 74, like, yeah. it has that that look to it and that...
0: That yeah, I mean, grit and that grime. Yeah,
1: that that's what this looks like.
0: Mm-hmm. But, the, the, again, man, you got to remember this is, like, someone kind of making a movie in their backyard. Yeah. The violence in it is impressive like Mm. it's pretty brutal like uh i think so in this early uh cemetery scene like he shoots a uh gang member's hand and there's gore like i'm just like i don't know like like and then there's stuff that we'll get to in the end i think is really cool um (laughs) there's another part Where he smacks some like this is kinda early on, he like smacks some dude in the head with nunchucks and just like knowing everything that I know about this movie, I'm like, he probably did that. Like he probably hit some dude in the head with
2: fucking nunchucks. Like I mean nunchucks tip you see nunchucks used in movies and usually they they don't they don't really like Come across as particularly dangerous or painful, but th- in this movie, it's like, oh my god, that would hurt so bad. <laughs> it's really good.
0: So I don't think he's faking it at all. Like, yeah. again, it's like it's someone that like he knows fat um, composition and this and that. But it's like, dude, he he doesn't have the resources. He's he's wearing a million hats on this. He's not just the writer and director. He's editing. He's stunt coordinator. He's fucking. Doing the stunts. He's, he's doing the, star, the special effects. Yeah. He's the star. Um, and, and I think he just was like, no matter what, we're going to get this done. I don't think anyone suffers more for his art than him in this. Like, the shit he puts himself through, which we're going to get to, is absolutely insane. Um, yeah. But, anyways, um, Goose's girlfriend is constantly on him to get out, you know, get his act together and, and quit the Ravens, the, the gang he's in.
2: Um, she makes him wear her impractical cross necklace that's so big
0: (laughs) (laughs) and they go off on this little like romantic part together which I also think is like kind of cool um but and so he listens to her surprisingly and, and the ravens and the spiders unite after he leaves um and despite this Danny is still pissed at Goose um even though they've united now. Um and bad thing for Goose is like that makes Goose fair game, right? Uh, since he quit, like he he's got no protection from from uh, was it the Ravens?
3: Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: um <laughs> I think Danny's tasks like two of his idiot fucking you know, bugs or
2: henchmen to like Bone Crusher.
0: Yeah. <laughs> This guy is a fucking kick. Uh, He's talking about how killing people is the biggest rush.
2: He hates people,
0: and I'm the baddest motherfucker ever. <laughs> I really like.
1: Is this the snakes guy?
0: Yeah. yeah. Yes, yes. Yes. And he—it's like this over-the-top, like trauma-level performance, and I love. <laughs> and, Part of, sometimes I'm like, this is like the like the best trauma movie that ever got made, even though it's not trauma. Um, but yeah, they I think they go to Goose's apartment looking for Goose, right? Like, well, the they, they go
1: to Christie's apartment. But yeah, but, like or, where were they, where were they he looking lives. for her? They were they were looking so, for him. He was
2: supposed yeah, to be there.
0: Yeah, okay, and then they yeah, just kill her. They kill it's weird her. that they,
2: like, don't care. It, it, it seems as if, as if they them killing her, they're like, mission accomplished. They were and, supposed to kill him. Yeah.
0: I think Danny at one point does kind of say, like, well, you, well, you fucking hurt him, and now he's our little bitch. He's, like, he becomes, like, the wreath from fucking Game of Thrones. Um, it was a deadbeat at dawn. Um, but the crazy part is when Goose, like, finds his girlfriend. This is the wildest thing. I did not remember this from the first two times I saw the movie. Is He just, like, throws his girlfriend in, in the, the dumpster. <laughs>
1: he, like, like wraps her up in what a sheet and throws that? her in the trash. Like, what
0: the fuck? I don't understand. Don't <laughs> I think that's, like, the one area where Van Bam Bepper, like, you know, I wish he had, a like, a uh, more of a career after this. And, you know, it, other people doing the script. Like I think he's got like the talent as a filmmaker, but it's just like there's like there's things hey. in this where you're just like okay,
1: writing is bad.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's got the basic structure of like a video game story, like we said.
2: Uh, I think it just needs a it needs a, a few little changes. to yeah. really, yeah. really help it along. Like I I think the him and his girlfriend should have had a couple more scenes together. Um, where they, they really kind of like show them bonding and her changing oh, hurts him. more. And yeah. The most right. the most important thing that they're missing is a scene where she tells him about her sister, because he just he, calls her out of nowhere. Well they,
1: he, she, and, there there is a scene where where was there? Yeah, where she she kind of goes. She mentions that she has a sister that she they haven't talked in years.
0: Oh, um, really? Okay. Yeah, well, no, and that, then that, that's
1: it. Like, there's there's just that little bit.
0: Okay. I, I, honestly, even without that, like, I had no problem filling in what was going on near the end. And I actually yeah. love some of that stuff near the
2: end. It was um, just so. Like without, see like realizing that that part was there. Like I'm like, why is he? He just calls this new character and says, <laughs> "Hey, your sister talked about you all the time." i like, oh, "Oh, okay. I guess we're doing this in the last ten minutes." Okay, okay. but I rolled up the hey, fine. They could have uh, set that up in a in a better way where like this is someone that his ex or his, his yeah. girlfriend like really regretted running out on or always missed her or something. I, so,
1: I so some of my problem with with that whole aspect of it too, so like, you know, he quits the gang and she's like, you're gonna get your life straight or whatever and then he leaves the apartment like, there's like one scene, they're on like a motorcycle, they run through the woods, she steals a cigarette, they have a nice talk, and then they're back in the apartment and he's like, I'm going out or whatever, and we find out like alright, he quit the gang, but he's still like running drugs, like
3: yeah. Like, still,
2: he's still well, a fucking I mean, scumbag. This, this movie never betrays the fact that he is a deadbeat. He's a deadbeat oh. the whole way through. Yeah, not
1: just uh, at dawn, he's always a deadbeat. Like, <laughs> yeah. This guy fucking sucks.
0: Well, yeah. he, he becomes broken after after what happens to her, though. And it's like... So
1: adapting. broken, he throws his girlfriend in the dumpster.
0: <laughs> <laughs> at that point, it's like... This character being dragged through the mud and this journey of of him getting revenge and like I, it worked for me. I do think it kind of sags. Like so in this middle part here, he goes to live with his dad. I think it's kind of the weakest part well, I of this. The movie. Dad
2: scenes. I think really I think it
0: like pulls me out of like this gang story that I'm interested in. That you know? that was
1: where that was where I shut it off last night. It was like yeah. This is losing um, me, man. Like,
3: <laughs> no, talking About how he got his
0: last. Fu- you got my last fucking beer. What am I supposed yeah. to do? Yeah. I mean like, that was like, funny. Was, that was amusing. Material for me. I understand that material. <laughs> you know. Speaking of which, you
2: know, but uh... um, you know, I, I, I think that showing that our main character has no one to rely on, even his own father is a piece of shit, right? Dude, and. I, I... Uh, I like, think it I, just goes on I, I, five minutes too long. Like, no, that's, you know? that's fair. That's fair. But I, I did think, like, opposite of you, like, when it g- went back to the gang stuff, I'm like, this isn't going to work out. We're like, This is kind of a – like, he just okay. goes back to them. Yep, and is being, yep. Can we yeah.
1: – I want to touch on that right now, too, because that, that was a major problem for me, right? Like, so this guy shows uh-huh. – he's going to shoot himself. Like, he's gone on this terrible bender. He shot up with heroin, done yeah. like, all sorts of drugs. yeah. And now he's just going to, like, kill himself in an alleyway. And his old buddy, Keith, shows up and, like, takes the gun from him and put the you know, sobers him up and is like, can't have you killing yourself. And I didn't do it because I don't care. I, I, I didn't do it because I care. I did it because we need you for this job. Like, really? You have, like, 40 people in these two gangs and you needed this dude to help you steal a fucking Brinks truck with $100,000 in it? It's also, $100,000 like, for, like, the 40 of you? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's, uh, like, such love, a dumb setup. I Like, right before that whole part happens to, like, they show Goose doing lines of cocaine, and it is the biggest line of cocaine you've ever seen <laughs> in your fucking life. It's, like, two bags of fucking cocaine in one line. Like, I couldn't believe it. It's, like, at least 12 inches long. He's just like... I'm like, okay, dude, like, (laughs) (laughs) okay, you'd probably be dead from that. You probably don't need the gun. uh, (laughs) Or
1: or the heroin you shoot um, yourself up with next.
0: (laughs) uh, uh, But I I like the conceit of them forcing him to work for them. Like, it has this whole reek thing to me where it's just like, you're making this guy your bitch now. You know, like, I've, like, really... And it just makes you want him to get out of that situation and get back at them. I get
1: that I just didn't get that feel from it, right? Like it's not like like with Reek, like they treated him bad and it was like Well yes, Game of Thrones is better. (laughs) Right, like we're we're gonna treat you like a piece of shit and we're gonna we're gonna (laughs) break you as a human. These guys are already broken, man. It's like we're bringing you back just so like we could set you up to kill you and then destroy your gang because I'm some sort of crazy vindictive guy.
0: I mean, Game of Thrones also got, like, seasons of TV to make the storyline like so satisfying at the end. Um, But, yeah, now we're getting to this heist, and it's kind of, like, heading into the climax of this movie. And, to me, this is when the movie, like, takes off. Like, it really, like, all the kind of, like, slow shit that you sat through, like, it kind of pays off. Because I'm, you're, you're invested in, I'm invested in two things at this point. I'm invested at him getting back at them, and I'm invested, in kind of the same thing, but on Danny specifically. Like, I can't wait for Danny to get fucking his ass killed. You know what's coming, right? Like, um, but then that's and this is now when we start to get like the crazy stunts. Like, you get Goose repelling down the side of a building, um, and you know he's not doing this with like a permit or like a stunt coordinator. It's all him doing it. Uh, this is like like guerrilla filmmaking now, you know. Uh, There's no, like, faking it. Uh, And they do the heist, and they get back to this place, and, uh, you know, Spider does what you... The spiders do, like, what you expect them to do, and they, like, double-cross them. They're like, fuck you, we're taking the money. And they start shooting. Uh, But Goose...
2: Why did the leader of the Hawks insist that nobody came armed he it was it's so dumb idiot.
1: like yeah. who does we're going to we're going to their territory with and, <laughs> and we're doing it for business so nobody nobody goes strapped like what it's
0: like usually you all come strapped right like, right
1: just in case
0: yeah and goose has none of it though like goose is the only one packing and he gets his ass out of there i do so- like
1: how they set that like because you see goose and i mean he's you you watch the whole like montage of him getting ready to go and putting the guns and knives and all over him. but then as he's there he's like observing and, and you start seeing like they're like van beaver is is like showing shots of like you know things in the area and then you know goose uses them in the escape out which i thought i thought was was well done
0: yeah, and then, you know he like swings on a chain, like <laughs> kicks some yeah. people. Like, it's awesome. There's like, there's like, sh- you know, he's like shooting people, and there's shots of like them getting shot, and the blood squibs are insane, dude. Like, I don't know what he was doing, but like, huge, giant, fucking, like, fucking fountains of blood coming out of people. Um, but then you got like, now you're on the climax. Like, Goose is on the run. He he like grabbed the bag of money on the way out hundred grand in this, like, tiny little bag. Um, and uh, now he gets some of the most insane shit. Like, they, like, try to, like, run him down in a car, and he jumps off a bridge, and I think that is real, Javi. Fill us yeah, in on that's this. Real. That's real, right? Oh, yeah. Didn't, yeah, he, didn't he almost kill bridge. himself doing it?
2: Yeah, because he didn't realize that there were, like, piers, or, like, there's things, like, only... Five the feet from under, the the water, under the water. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, and he was like Jesus. twelve
3: feet from one so, of them.
2: He like
0: <laughs> literally almost died making this movie, and yeah. it's it's insane. Like you know, um, they even
2: the the car that they drove into the lake that was not they had no permits. They literally just drove a car into the the river into the river and just let it sink. This <laughs> and then, is like, like months later, they were charged and made to like pay to get it out.
0: But this is yeah. a quick aside too because. That bit of information I got from Joe Bob on the last drive-in, and that was such a special episode of the last drive-in because like, you can tell when like Joe Bob really loves a movie, and this was one that like, he like really really loved, and it, it like it instantly like made you love the movie too. You're just like, and he's like dropping like this. He's he knew so much about this movie. Like he knew about that concrete that he almost hit. And I'm just like, it like added to the movie, and unfortunately, sadly say all this you cannot go watch it right now cuz uh i guess w to Dawn is not on shutter at the
2: moment yeah actually you know it was like i was really bummed out cuz that's how, obviously that's how i first saw this movie and like i really loved it the first time i saw it and so when we were going to watch it again for this i realized it's no longer available on shutter and i was like oh my god wait so like that whole episode's just gone like and then i realized yeah. how many how many other fantastic episodes are just gone as well but luckily it yeah it does suck but luckily you know with the only joe bob segments where it's just the segments um you can watch the movie where do you find those um it's like a whole other like episode like you know how you have like the last drive-in section there's a mm. look up only joe bob only joe be. bob okay. yeah and it has every episode in there okay. um, but they tell you before each segment like the time stamp in the movie oh so you, you can like so you can go back and forth or you can edit did you own. do that um no i you just i ended up the, just watching the said. whole movie and then watching the whole joe bob thing yeah that's and, and it kind of it kind of worked because i knew yeah. exactly what he was talking about yeah so. um
0: there's this insane part where he goes to a gas station and <laughs> he like drinks the, the sprite. Yeah, he grabs a sprite or he's coming up or whatever, and, and um, so dumb. But then he like runs at the attendant and is like, "Give me the money!" And it's like, dude, you have a hundred grand in your hand. What are you talking about?
1: Right. And it's then stupid. then the guy it's in the so drive-through funny. like,
0: so <laughs> "Give me this, give me the gun, this, grandma!"
1: This dork
0: and his fucking grandma like, have a gun and they shoot at him. It's ridiculous, and and he gets out of there, but it. It's uh, kind of redeemed. Like, one, it's funny. But two, there's like this wonderful shot when he's running away where you just see the reflection of him running away in the window of the gas station. Again, it's like this. Like, Van Bever, like, had a sense of style. Like, he knew how to direct. Like, it's just. Again, he just was working on severely limited resources to do an action movie. Um, And right after that, we get my other, like, favorite shot of the movie is and uh, we already kinda discussed this, like now he's got this bag of money and he calls the this uh his girlfriend his dead girlfriend's sister, who we we're just I guess Chris said like that was set up a little bit, but um he tells him to meet at the Dayton uh train station. Uh he's gonna you know he's gonna give her the money like as like a redemption thing, you know. Um but then they show sister leaving her house and there's this cool shot looking through her car as she runs out of the house and I swear to god this shot is like straight out of 90's Scorsese or like early Paul Thomas Anderson like I I, I swear to you I think that like Scorsese saw this movie and stole the shot uh, for like uh, Goodfellas I think like it's from one of their movies I, I can't remember if it's from like Boogie Nights
2: Goodfellas it's one of those it's the same exact shot it's fucking awesome uh, yeah, you know what I'm uh, talking about, Javi? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's—I yeah. mean, it basically, I, I believe the, the shot starts out as just dead on, looking at her front door, open and, then it and it like coming it kind of like pulls out, it, out. It, it pulls back, and you—it turns out you're looking, yeah. The, yeah, you're looking through the—you look through the it's car, car window. Like, it's incredible. Like it's—it's
0: Scorsese, dude. Like I'm like this fucking kid. This, this kid that like dropped out of college is just like
2: this deadbeat.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, this deadbeat. <laughs> 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 and then uh, you know we get the solid showdown at the train station at the end where you get all the violence and the payoff here. Just goose, just fucking dudes up. Um, I love, I He's think he throws a
2: bunch of white dudes from Dayton, Ohio. Like this is a pretty decent, like martial arts and there's like, some action good action. Yeah. yeah. He's got those nunchucks. He's doing like roundhouse kicks and and well, stabbings and shit.
0: Yeah, it's mixed with just like this brutality and like you knowing that they didn't have the means to fake it as much. Yeah. Um, and you get that. What's the snakes dude? I can't remember. Like he gets thrown off the building. Yeah. And he gets, then he gets run over by a the car, car which decapitates off. him, and you see his head rolling away. Like that's amazing. That's what I'm like. I, I really think that this like last sequence is like just super satisfying after going through the movie. Yeah. um then you get the the ultimate like probably most famous part in the movie which is uh goose hanging out of the car like he's got his arm stuck in the window and he's hanging out of the car as Danny's driving and he gets scraped against the building and that part is real right javi like
2: yeah um yeah he uh insists they did it three times but the first two times he's like you're not close enough go faster and get and actually rub me against the wall. Like, yeah. Do it.
0: <laughs> he kept telling the actor who played Danny to, like, yeah, really do it. And the guy's like, I don't know. Dude, are you serious? Yeah.
2: He's, like, he's like, I'm going to kill this guy.
0: <laughs> and so I think that the blood you're seeing and stuff is, like, real, because he actually, like, scraped his arm against the wall.
2: Yeah. He, like, clipped. He hit something. Uh, yeah, something on the wall. Yeah, and it ripped his arm. Um, yeah. And you get the final, like,
0: uh, did you know any of that, Chris, that, like, That this, where you scrape against the wall is actually real, it's kind of insane.
2: Um, I mean, I I do think that this movie, taken entirely on its own, I could totally understand how it might not resonate as much as without like Joe Bob's commentary and insight on it, because that does enhance it for sure.
0: I mean, it's obvious that this is like an amateur production, and so when you keep that in mind, it's like. All right, how are they pulling this shit off? Like, it's not, it's not, they're not faking it. They're like just doing it because he wants to make a movie so bad that it's a cool action movie, you know? Yeah. Um, but then he, and then you get some more cool gore here, like at the very end where they're fighting and. Um,
2: so that, I think like, this final, this final stretch of the, like, f- fight sequence is my favorite in the whole movie because it's, yeah. it's just so matter of fact. Like, them stabbing yeah. each other or like biting his fingers it's, off like makes none of it brutal, feels you know yeah none of it feels heightened it feels like this is how it would go down this is exactly like getting stabbed a bunch of times it, it's just very it's just getting stabbed a bunch of times I don't, I don't know how to yeah I, guess I get what you're explain. saying yeah it's just like oh my god like that dude that guy's getting stabbed right now it doesn't feel like a movie it feels like you're watching someone actually get
0: and some sense. of the stuff is um, it kind of explains why like Joe Bob would include it and why you know we're doing it on this horror show. It's like there's gore, there's some gore in this, you know. Like he he's getting his fingers bit off and he like rips uh, Danny's throat out,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and that's kind of the end. Like he kind of. He goes and gives the money to the to the sister, and he just kind of walks off. Okay, like it just kind of. He
1: gives the money to the sister and tells her to get out of there, and she just runs off, like with her car there. With the car, they left the car there. Like she just runs, like, (laughs) and then it's these weird like still shots of her. Like,
0: I like the still shots, uh,
2: but it just. $100,000 Hundred thousand dollars of stolen money. Now get out of here before the cops get here. Right. You your car it's covered classic. in blood. <laughs> like, like they're gonna come
1: find you. Yeah. <laughs> There's such things as car registration.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, that's that'd be that dog.
2: I mean, uh, I, I want to give some props to his top tier stumbling away. Like, I, I'm like, I'm going to fall over or break an ankle or something. I know. He's, he's like walking out
0: crazy with yeah. those boots. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I
2: don't know, man. Th- this movie has, like, I feel like in the final section of the movie, basically, the the deadbeat has such an iconic look to him. That leather yeah. jacket, his beard, and his hair, and. Like the one, the single fingerless glove. Like everything about him is like I want to. I want like a illustration of of him. I think he looks super fucking. I cool. want to
0: go as him for Halloween.
2: Yeah, totally. <laughs> um,
0: look, man, I liked this movie the first time I saw it, and the first time I saw it, I had Joe Bob like really like Joe Bob really. There's certain movies that like you could tell when Joe Bob's less interested in the movie showing. And you can tell when he's more interested. And this is one of those where he, like, really... Like, you could tell he loved this movie. Um, and I get why. It's just, like, this kid out of nowhere made this, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and every time I watch it since, like, it kind of grows on me more. Where I'm, like... I look over the flaws, and I look over, like, the parts of that drag, and I just kind of... I just kind of love that this guy almost pulled off like an amazing like action movie. You know what I mean? Like it's like you came really close, kid, with like ten thousand dollars and no experience and no help. You know?
2: Yeah. I Uh, mean, I don't. I don't even necessarily put it on that high of a pedestal. I actually I appreciate this movie for being as simple as it is. Right. It it is just a little grindhouse movie where this fucking deadbeat like gets his girlfriend killed it's a revenge story we've seen a million times but it's it's just done very well and for what it is and uh there's a lot to like in there and i don't know i just vibe with this movie i I think it's it's a lot of fun but
0: yeah I'm the the only puzzle i'm putting on is like i'm it's just i keep thinking about like where it came from like or it's like yeah again this is not like this is not even trauma doing a movie. It's some kid on his own did it. Like I'm just like, wow, yeah, dude, you you, you, you you did better than trauma, like way better.
2: Oh, for sure. Like, you for know, sure. um, <laughs> trauma is gross. <laughs> there's
0: there's some trauma I like. I really like Toxic Avenger.
2: Um, I never seen it actually.
0: The Toxic Adventure's funny. Um, Chris, Chris, you wait, come on, way in here.
1: I did not like this movie. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> His uh, silence was deadly. No, I mean, I, th- I think, like, look, I appreciate what the guy did here. And I think it's super impressive with you guys, you know, explaining a lot of, of the intricacies of, of his filming with it. That's super impressive. And it looks he like a real movie.
0: for you, Chris. He, I, he I, almost killed himself. Not for me. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> like, I, it's, it is... It's an impressive piece of of you know film. Um, it, it's just for me like it's an actual movie, unlike
3: Captain yeah, Alex, yeah, which
1: is yeah. not an actual movie. Yeah,
3: yeah,
2: What do you mean? They said movie a bunch of times. They did. The BJ <laughs> did say it was a movie and did
1: tell me that we should come watch the next Will film, but <laughs> but not Nollywood. Don't watch Nollywood.
3: Um,
1: but. This, like, it looks like a real movie. Like, from the beginning, it was like, you know, uh, of this, like, you know, the guy has a sense of style about him. He is able to capture shots. I think some of the choreography is good. I think some of it is, is you know, goofy. And, like, there's a point where he, you know, slams, uh, Go- Goose gets his head slammed into a door, like, three times. Uh, and then, like, by two dudes. And then he, like, runs up the door and does a backflip. Like, I mean, you're oh, yeah. you're unconscious at this point, man. <laughs> Yeah. Like, but you know, it's it's goofy action movie, whatever. Um, well, he
2: also he's like a, a Bruce Lee super fan, um, <laughs> so that's what why you had the nunchucks and a lot of the moves he does are completely from uh, Enter, Enter the Dragon. Yeah Better, from Enter the Dragon.
1: Um, but yeah, like I just I did not vibe with any of the the characters here. Like, yeah, Danny sucks. Like, I hate him from the the instant you meet him, I hate him. But I also don't like Goose, like. <laughs> Like I don't give a shit I mean, if he lives or dies. <laughs> like, it would have been fine with him dying after he, you know, put his girlfriend in the dumpster. I
0: think yeah, Goose he, comes he, off he like could a dick. Throughout. I think <laughs> Goose comes off like a dick more earlier on.
2: Oh, for I think it, sure. I just
0: kinda of feel bad for him after a while I'm just like, uh what, I don't like like yeah, instead yeah. of
1: like being like, I'm gonna go after I'm gonna go after Danny and, and the Dukes. like I know it was them. Like he he even says it later in the films, like like, it was them that killed it. Like, I know it was you, motherfuckers. Like,
2: it's like, yeah, he knows. He, he freaks he attacks him the first time he sees him. Right. Yeah. Like,
1: so it's like, I, I mean, you knew who did it. So instead you go on like a bender, you're going to kill yourself. And, and now, because they're weirdly bringing you back into the gang for no apparent reason, now you're now you're going to like plot. Like, actually, you're not even plotting. You're just waiting for them to, to, to double, double, you know. Double cross you and and you know, kill your gang.
0: He's waiting for his moment. He's looking for his op- you know his, his opportunity. I don't, I don't know. know if
1: there I, are other opportunities. It works
0: for me. Like that. I never. I don't have a stumbling block with that. It's just kind of all right. He's in a bad situation. He's fucked up mentally. He gets sucked at, like forced into this thing, and then then he finally says, "Fuck it." Uh, you know. I don't know. It, 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 I get what you're saying, but it for me. No.
1: And uh, yeah. It. it didn't work for me. It kind of sucks because of that. the The other thing is like, I think uh, Javi, you mentioned in Captain Alex, like how bad the audio was. Yeah. I don't know if it was like I, I watched it on Tubi. I assume that's where you guys watched that too. Like, I mean, the audio here is bad. Like, there's it definitely sounds like you recorded the audio in whatever rooms that they were filming in, yeah. and so you get like yeah. a bad echo. And like that's just that's just you know independent filmmaking, but with the actual, like, his actual cinematography is good, like the you did good work, things here really it, good. yeah, you did you did good stuff with your camera work and, and your, your fight choreography and stuff, and then like this just kind of drains with like an echo on some of the in- interior conversations and weird noise outside you know
2: funny, I watched it I watched it on Amazon uh, last night at like midnight, and so I couldn't have it that loud. And unfortunately, on there, there were no subtitles, and so you, I really had to just take in the movie with what I could pick up through the audio. Yeah. And even at like medium to low audio, like most of it came through. Like I, I didn't really have an issue, but I, I, if there was an echo, I might have had it too low to notice.
0: I I I saw it probably the best possible way. I have the Arrow Video <laughs> Blu-ray, so. Uh, you know i everything comes off a little amateurish and including the sound but it's uh no that wasn't something that like stuck out to me
1: yeah i mean like and and that's the other right like you guys are going at it from a different different angle as well so like some like a a small thing like that probably doesn't rub you the wrong way on it like it did stick out to me it was like and, we've
0: also acquired this taste we've seen it more than once you know exactly what I mean? like we, and, we know what it is like
1: and unlike with Captain Alex where I was like laughing through the whole thing like I just nothing here like captured me That's
0: not
3: very funny so
1: it was like <laughs> it's not. I, there's n- nothing is like capturing me to like you know get behind the films like all right like cinematography is good I guess like that that's where I ended up with it and I wish I liked it more because like I do like action movies, but like this, it did not click with me for whatever reason.
0: I'm telling you, some of uh, like the way. that's <laughs> going go back to the camera work again. But like when they're at the train station at the big fight, like the way like he rotates the camera around mm-hmm. himself as he's getting ready, like he's pulling the knife out, and he, like they rotate the ca- like there's like these little flares where I'm like, holy shit, dude, this guy could have been. A
2: fucking he does movie. some
1: really good stuff. Yeah, um, you could
2: probably like isolate like just little camera moves or moments like the, you make the, it look car like a, and everything. the most amazing shit ever. Make like, it look like a, yeah, just put yeah. that on Twitter just yeah. a bunch of a series of like cool shots from *Deadbeat at
3: Dawn*. Like, what yeah, is this like, movie? You could, <laughs>
2: you could probably cut a very good trailer out of out
0: of this. Like, and unfortunately, like neither of these movies have a good trailer. So, good good luck with that, Chris. Getting the trailer audio. Um,
1: <laughs> uh, so, you you guys, uh, you you've seen it multiple times now like was the whole like witchcraft or thing was that ever like explained further like did it no, make I'm talking sense about like that. <laughs> like i d- did it work like, like was there anything no. re- was there any reason for it I, other than
0: that's an awkward opening scene like it throws me off every time i watch the movie
1: and then like after he gets like beat up in the cemetery she's like you know doing her her witchcraft or whatever as he's in bed
2: uh, oh man, I forgot. You know, I was, I was like, uh, "What is Chris that. talking about?" Okay, and then like, I just, just
1: remembered.
3: Like yeah, there's like
0: a. He's know, she's in
1: like she's like ring. yeah, and, and and she's like, oh, if you don't believe in in what you're doing, it doesn't work. All right, yeah, so like weird things like this are
2: like what yeah,
3: stick yeah. out to me. <laughs> yeah, I I, I, no, I can get that. It's yeah, so
2: I funny. Understand. Like my brain just goes. That wasn't important. I'll, I'm gonna forget that happened.
1: <laughs> it's like I'm like, no. is this important? Like, just like, wanna... like the whole time like, I'm like, can... where's it gonna pay off? <laughs> the very yeah.
0: opening of the movie is that is that like I think it's a tarot card. Yeah, yeah. She's and,
1: the and... opening because then it's... when she leaves there is when Danny tries to rape her
0: in the car. Yeah, yeah. And so I mm, I'm always right. thrown off by that very opening
2: scene because I'm like, well, why are we starting? His with girlfriend this? his girlfriend pulls out the uh, the. What's it called? The Ouija board, right? Yeah, yeah she it. does
1: that, and then there's also uh, at the after she's dead, and he passes out in the cemetery. Her like corpse wrapped up in a bloody, oh, the bloody thing, like starts video. walking through. <laughs> like, like, what the fuck is going on? So,
2: so, like, I I think the first time I saw this movie, I wasn't fully watching it. I had because I there was a good stint last summer where like. I, I was just like working super hard, and I would just always have the last drive-in playing just on nonstop, and I wouldn't really pay attention. It would just be on, just noise, while I was working. And uh, Deadbeat at Dawn was one of those movies, and I remember like looking up because it sounded interesting, whatever was going on, and it was that visual of the bloody <laughs> blanket walking through the cemetery. I'm like, what is this? It? I it's love that. I love that. It's cool. a
1: great shot, but it's like yeah. I'm still so, like trying to connect. Like, what does this have to do?
2: I love that. I mean, I I, I, I mean I, the easy way to interpret that, right? Is that, like he's he's just guilty or or just thinking he's, about the last time he saw her or whatever. I
1: guess, but then like he looks up and there's like an angel like is it it's supposed to be implied that she is like guarding over like he's what injured,
2: the fuck
0: is he's injured him, like? he's all fucked up, you know. Good
1: no, stuff. no I don't know, Jeff. That's the problem. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, that part of the
0: weird to me. It, like that part is like another one of those things where I'm like this is like out of something that would be like a more accomplished filmmaker would do like this dream sequences he's all fucked up and he's passing out in the graveyard like I don't know like I, I I'm
1: just looking for the the top, like, where's the witchcraft text? Like, she gives him that. I think that, that's just
0: like a some weird like
2: thing, weird. right? Like, I think
0: it's a weird thing he was into at the top, like a subject matter he was probably I
2: into. I mean, like, you know, Chris, you're you're po- you're trying to poke holes, but I think you're inadvertent inadvertently like connecting some stuff that i hadn't considered like <laughs> <I think> these... <laughs> i'm glad i can help these... you out hobby <laughs> yeah thank you chris uh, you know how like um there's these weird interstitials that are kind of like an acid trip the colors all yes moving yes around stuff. And, like... and, the, and the credits <laughs> like, do that. Yeah. So, right. is, yeah. is this
3: all
0: kind of 48 like, hours honest?
1: later or whatever
0: <laughs> yeah i that one part where he's they're getting ready to I think it's, like, right, maybe right after the heist, or getting ready to do the deal. There's or just, just one guy in the background keeps saying, and then you drop some acid, and then you drop some acid. Like, he, he says it, like, three <laughs> times in the background. I'm like, what the fuck is this guy talking about <laughs> dropping acid it's so much?
1: Um, that's it. Anyway, that's that's guys, all I got.
0: <laughs> I'm happy, um, one, Javi, thank you for coming on. You're welcome anytime. If you ever see us doing, like, a set of movies that you, like, really want like to come on for just okay you're
2: you're welcome let us i mean the the last set that you guys did i I really wanted to weigh in on but i I did oh sunshine and uh event horizon yeah Uh, yes yes i have strong opinions about both of those movies but yeah i think we we both did too yeah i'll let you know for sure next time
0: yeah you're if you ever see like you're always welcome we always have fun having you on um Uh, how about your final thoughts and rating on on *Deadbeat at dawn
2: yeah um like i said earlier deadbeat at dawn is not a movie that i think that i I would never oversell it right if i'm telling somebody about this movie i'm not gonna be like it's incredible Ah." i'm gonna say it's a it's a grindhouse movie and it comes with all of those um caveats yeah Yeah, exactly right it's like very gritty, it's very violent. It's slow at times. The audio is not the best. The, you know it's, it's kind of awkward. Um, but I feel like the movie has a lot of charm. Um, there's something there's just something there that resonates with me. I, I love the look of the main character. I love the uh, the violence is really satisfying and, and kind of like, I don't know, it, it feels very real, which I appreciate. Um, probably because a lot of it is real, but, um, (laughs) yeah, I mean, this is a fun ride. I think it's definitely enhanced with, uh, the Joe Bob, you know, interruptions to like really give you a bunch of insight and like interesting facts about the movie in between. And also those breaks are probably really helpful as well, pacing wise, because I could imagine like coming in completely fresh, like Chris, and just watching the entire movie straight through. It is, I could see it being a little bit miserable.
3: <laughs> so
2: I, I do have that built in. I'm already endeared to the movie um, on this rewatch. But I, I, I love Deadbeat at Dawn. I, this is a one of my favorites. So I would probably rate it, mm, let's, let's go with like a six, high six, maybe a, closer to a seven. 6.5, Six, yeah. All right, um, Christopher.
0: Yeah,
1: I mean, I'm scared. I'm I, scared I, to hear I, what you're going to say. I, well, I, I mean, I think you you just heard what I was going to Like, <laughs> like, uh, I didn't like it. So, uh, I do wonder if I would watched it with with Joe Bob's commentary and like been able to know a little bit more about the history of it. Supposed to just trying trying to watch it as a movie. You just watch, you like slate, yeah, yeah. it's like, it doesn't have to me. It didn't have like that endearing goofiness and and nonsense. Maybe if we put like a that, VJ over yeah, it. if there was a VJ, maybe like something <laughs> completely ridiculous yeah. would have worked for it. Actually, um, and then like I, I just mostly found you know the story miserable. Like, it's so it just it didn't click for me. It's like I think it's impressive. Like yeah, I do think that van beaver or van Beber or whatever the hell his name is uh yeah he has a he has an eye with this movie, yeah and and <clears throat> great on him i'm glad that you know it, it finally worked out for him like 30 years later he finally got paid for it <laughs> but uh and then i'm glad that you know it's out there for other people to to kind of draw inspiration from and see but i, I it is not one of my favorites uh and I'm I'm going to
2: go four out of ten.
0: Okay, all right. Well, I think we need to make Chris Washmore more Grindhouse movies. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> uh, I do want
2: to. I do want to add one little uh, uh, point. Uh, I in rewatching the Joe Bob segments, he did have like this little rant about how Van Beber is a pro-Trump guy or something. And unfortunately, I I flew too close to the sun and I dug into that a little bit. And that's true. It did sour. Uh, my, my like, outlook on this filmmaker in, in a way. I, I'm surprised
0: he talked about that part, actually. Like, he's yeah. been trying to avoid any politics at all. Lately. Yeah,
2: it was kind of strange, but I guess this that last drive-in was pretty old. It's probably, like, two years old now. Um, but... But yeah, like I was like, well, I wonder what he did. I wonder what he did say. And I like tuned into a tiny bit of a podcast with him, and I'm like, oh no, He's a complete idiot. <laughs> yeah, he was like talking about Black Lives Matters is fake and funded by Soros and shit. Oh I'm like, dude, no, no it's not dude, so disappointing. No. I was rooting he, for you, man. Yeah, no. <laughs> you know, uh,
0: he was actually. I remember in the Joe Bob episode, Joe Bob mentioned that um, he was crowdfunding a sequel to this.
2: Right, and, uh, everyone's
1: what? dead. <laughs> What's
3: the <laughs> sequel? <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, it was it was well, like a reference to Dawn of the Dead, right, or uh, Day of the Dead. It's like Day of the Dead beat something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, he did not get his funding goal. Um, uh, so, it, despite the fact that this is a cult classic, no, there was he shouldn't love. he
2: shouldn't be looking for a handout, right? Yeah, <laughs> pull up by his ah, Thank you, Javi. Thank you yeah. for wrapping that all together.
0: Um, <laughs> as for me, I'm going to come in a little higher than both of you. Like again, I liked this the first time, and I kind of agree w- with everything that Javi said about it. Like, it's got warts and all, right? But it, it, it like, it just blows me away that someone with nothing like was able to. Do this, some of the things in this are really pre- impressive and if you could like look over the amateurish things and if you could get through the parts that drag and if you could like accept, like yeah like I think the things that Chris had the biggest problem with were like story like plot wise things like we're just, like yeah. why is he throwing his girlfriend in a dumpster why is he doing this and that like that stuff like to me is like grindhouse trademarks where it's just like here's some stupid shit where are just like, okay, like, they didn't think this too well, like, this true too well, right? Like, um, but it's like, the the fundamental, like, story of it is, like, very simple, like, cool, like, revenge shit, and it's like, I don't know, man, by, like, the time you're getting to that climax, like, I'm, I'm in, like, I'm like, I feel bad for this guy, despite the fact that he's, like, even kind of an asshole to his girlfriend early on, like, he is nowhere near as bad as Danny, right? And, and he's he's been put through the ringer. And you want to see Danny get killed. And then the last 20 minutes, like, it has some awesome action. And the action is even better when you know. And I guess, you know, like, me and Hobby know, like, from watching the Joe Bob uh, episode on this, where it's like, none of this is, like, really fake. <laughs> like He's, like, yeah. really doing all the... Yeah, some of it's fake. You know, they're doing some doing some gore effects. They're Swim. not just
2: stabbing each other yeah, and pulling yeah. their throats out. Can, yeah. can I can I interrupt you for one second, Jeff?
1: Yeah. like on the like that it's real, right? Like and, yeah. and and a lot of it is. There are multiple shots, and it's just disturbing. It made me so disgusted. Multiple shots in the film of. Dudes spitting in each other's faces. I know. One the last <laughs> oh my god, it's so foul! <laughs> so fucking foul! It's not,
3: it's not a no, that's all you.
0: CGI. It's not one of your things.
1: Yeah, that just really like annoyed the fuck out of me. It's like this is so gross.
0: <laughs> like, so yeah, I, that Danny dude like spits right in the other uh, dude's face. Um, I don't. know, If you look kind of like look past the shortcomings, I think like. There's a lot to really like here. Like again, the last 20 minutes are really thrilling. Like um you know, dude, like he's like he he jumped off a bridge for us. He scraped <laughs> his arm against a fucking wall. Um there's some amazing shots. Like like really like like you're watching this movie like when it starts off you're just like, "Ah, this is like shit. Like what is this?" and like then he like impresses you with some of the shots and it's the compositions and the, so the lighting and everything—it's like you're like wow. But um, I, I guess I was just invested enough in the story by the end that like I really I'm invested in it and like like I, I I'm like enjoying the ride at the end. So uh, yeah, it's growing on me more and more with each time. Uh, it's a seven out of ten for me. This is. I guess Chris, you are going with Captain Alex as, as I mean, for
2: me, Yeah, yeah, okay, barely. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, I, uh, I
1: enjoyed Captain Alex more. <laughs> That's yeah, just yeah, where yeah, I'm going to end up yeah, at. I, I get yeah. what
0: you're saying. Uh, I get what you're saying. Hobby, I think obviously you and I are going Debbie at Dawn, right? Like
2: all day. Yeah. Um,
0: the <laughs> poll that I did, that got very few votes. It's 100% Deadbeat at Dawn. Yes. Um, so, Deadbeat at Dawn wins this episode. I think it was kind of a foregone conclusion at some point. But, um, you know, I had an open mind going in. Uh, maybe Captain Alex is it. But,
2: uh... you know, one movie delivered on its title. And the other one. <laughs> I'm still. Uh, who, who killed Captain <laughs> Alex? Since... Who dude kill? I Thank still you. don't know.
1: <laughs> I still don't fucking know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, Chris, what are we going to watch next? Steps?
1: All right. Um we are not watching in, independent. Uh... <laughs> okay. uh, and it, we're you know, this will be our August episode which is uh, historically shark week. Oh no. Um Ooh. I was going to make Jeff watch a new shark movie that's up on Hulu right now called The Queen. <laughs> uh but I saw, I saw that i saw the reviews are so so bad on it it's like i will watch that all my own and not make anybody suffer through it <laughs> uh so i decided i'm going to one of my staples uh the uh, film i love um we're gonna I'm watch it out already we're gonna watch <laughs> deep deep <Blue> sea. we're <laughs> gonna watch deep blue sea
3: <laughs> nice. and
1: uh I was trying to figure like what can I pair it with that's like comparable. Like there's plenty Open of like sci- well, there's plenty of like sci-fi like shark movies. Like Open Water is a more realistic shark movie, and I want to get you like a sci-fi shark movie kind of like. You can't put it
0: against Jaws.
1: Yeah, I can't can't put it against Jaws.
0: Jaws is uh, going to win. You yeah. know.
1: Right. We're we're gonna watch a uh, another ridiculous shark movie. Uh, Jason Statham's The Meg.
3: No nice,
1: um, giant giant shark movie. Uh, it's a megalodon. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> That's was good. Uh, so two blockbuster shark movies. Uh, that's that's what our August theme is.
0: Uh, Chris is getting his revenge on me for this episode. I guess. Are you afraid of sharks? I don't like the Meg. <laughs> I've seen that one. Oh okay.
1: Have, have you not seen Deep Blue Sea?
0: No. Oh wow. Oh, all right. But well, I'm not like. That's the other thing is like shark movies are just like, you know, Jaws is good. I guess it's, it's not like a like it's not one of my kinks. I guess.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I I love you know aquatic films. I love sharks, uh, you know, sea oh, yeah,
3: life and shit. So I'm um,
2: happy to oblige you. I mean, I feel like deep uh, deep blue sea is on par like quality and tone wise with like Event Horizon or something. <laughs> In my head, I don't know. I haven't seen it since I was a I
0: kid. I mean, the Meg was kind of in that realm, like, like I don't know.
2: Did I, you see the Meg, coffee No, I didn't. Okay,
0: it's been a you know, I saw it in the theater. These are or these are too
1: cheesy. It. They're too cheesy. Yeah, they're like,
0: like the Meg. Like, sounds went to the like theater, theater to see the Meg. <laughs> I did, I did. I was like, dude, right. Jason Saffin versus sharks. sharks that sounds pretty cool. They're making like, a sequel.
1: They are making a sequel. Yeah, the Meg Two is coming. <laughs> uh, I there's, just, there's two Deep Blue Sea sequels.
0: <laughs> my thing was like Deep the Meg gives you blue balls. Like it's been a while since I've yes. seen it, but it's like it makes you wait too much. I um,
1: agree, but we'll, we'll, we will discuss we'll get, it. You know, yeah. We, yeah, yeah I don't yeah, want sorry. to ruin
0: our next episode. And I, again, it's I have not seen the Meg since 2018 or
2: whenever. Did it came you guys out, see so. Underwater the? Kristen Stewart movie. It's pretty
0: good. Yeah. I liked it. I liked the, it. The, yeah.
1: the one like deep, deep. Alien. Yeah. 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 It was good. Yeah. It was one of the last movies I think I saw in theaters before COVID, right?
0: I actually briefly really? was trying to build an episode around that movie. And then I saw the movie. I was like, ah, eh, it's okay. I don't think it's worth, the, you know, trying to make yeah. an episode around. Yeah. You
1: know. Yep. Under, Underwater was, I saw it in January 2020.
0: I love her wow. though. Really love her. I can't wait to see Crimes of the Future with her the future. Yeah. Dude, That's
2: that's out. you can see it on HBO, right? Or oh, can you? Yeah. Oh, was it's it streamable. Out? Okay. Yeah. I
0: not know it was out. I didn't know it was like I could watch it at home.
2: Pretty sure.
1: It's yeah. out of it's out of uh, my theater already, so
0: I um I love her. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> I know Jeff. I know. <laughs> 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 Thank you, hi. Um, mm-hmm. it's too bad she doesn't like us.
3: <laughs>
2: maybe she does.
0: I, I don't think she likes... She wouldn't like us in that way, maybe. <laughs> I see, I see. I guess. Yeah. The way I like her. I like her. <laughs> Actually, she's a very good actor, too. Like, I, I think she's... Yeah. I, like, make a point to see this.
2: Them does. Twilight kids are mm-hmm. all very talented.
0: Yeah, and it's the like... They got, they got, like, fucked over <laughs> by those, like they movies where like everyone just assumed they were bad actors because of it and it's like they, they're they both like phenomenal actors like
2: I mean I, I think it's easy to say that but re- really in the grand scheme of things like them getting those roles is why we all know who they are and gave them the yeah. opportunity to like prove everyone otherwise so and to be they, fair I've never seen right.
0: those movies I've never seen those movies like I don't know they could be amazing in those movies as well uh, I don't know but I've seen a ton of stuff that both her and was it Pattinson both yeah, both yeah. of them have done since, and they're 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 both yeah. great. I love them both. Yeah, I love her more.
1: I'm gonna make us watch Twilight <laughs> movies at <laughs> some point, Jeff. Oh, I, there
0: I, you
2: I've, go. I've never I've,
0: seen I've, them either, so
2: it's, like, goes, <laughs> it's crossed my mind. To do Twilight mind. versus Bram Stoker's Dracula. Like right. somebody, <laughs> it's
0: like, I was like, what can we do versus? Twilight. I, I, it's something I thought about. Daybreakers. Just to force us to watch it. Daybreakers. <laughs> I like that movie. I really do. Is that the Ethan um, Hawk movie? Yes. Yeah. yeah. yes. That
1: movie's great. I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Love vampire movies.
0: Yeah, me too. Um, you should watch this season of uh, Joe Bob because it's been oh,
2: yeah. 40, 40% vampire movies. <laughs> it really has. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I'm going to take a look at that Habit movie so.
2: Yes. What's the Joe Bob version, if you can?
3: Just
0: you know, Chris, it's slow. Just so you know, it's slow, but it's like you know, uh, it's it's really kind of more of an indie alcoholism movie. Yeah, kind of. But it's like it's like is the alcoholism uh, him or or like you know is him thinking that she's a vampire that you know is he like a delusional drunk or not you know.
2: One of those it's kind of uh, like if you went into this movie just like somebody sat you in the theater and you have no like uh, understanding of what you're about to you're see. Probably you you won't know like it's a movie. Movie. Yeah, probably you won't know it's a vampire it like a movie. You probably won't know it's a vampire movie Okay, yeah. exactly.
0: You'd probably like be like, "This is like problem. a like an alcohol like an alcoholism movie." Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then it goes places. Anyways, cool. um, I guess that that wraps it up. We'll be back for Shark Month.